0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm your host, Jarell. I'm joined by Brandon and a special guest of ours, Wesley. Hey, so tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so my name is Wesley. Um, I've known you guys for a bit now, mostly through Twitter, because, you know, that's kind of how things go. Hopefully, we get to meet in person one day when the world is not ending. Absolutely. And so, yeah, basically, um, as far as video games go, I write um, news and guides for IGN, and then I'm a newspaper reporter in my hometown. So I'm basically writing all day long. But if you follow me on Twitter, you're just going to see me mostly tweeting about video games I love and hate. So
0: He's amazing. Definitely give him a follow. If you follow me on Twitter, you will see me always liking and retweeting his stuff. He's fucking (laughs) awesome. Um, Him and Brandon have a podcast called Dragon
1: Ball Speak, which you should also subscribe to after this. Yes. For sure. If you like Dragon Ball Z and you want to hear people often talk negative about it, which is ironic. <laughs> say,
0: uh, listen, <laughs> I mean, it's just what we were talking about. You know, you love it so much that you, you can nitpick exactly because yeah. you're because you're so, so in love with it. And um, also these guys have been awesome because they've come out to our tournaments before Um Because they're great people, so definitely please give them a follow after this. Anyway, so we're here to talk all about The Last of Us 2. Um, For anyone who has not finished the game yet, you should probably hold off on listening to this because it's going to be a bunch of spoilers. And spoiler alert, it's going to be a bunch of me talking shit about the game, even though I like it. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we're going to go in in order a little bit. We're going to talk about... I'm actually going to save the story for last, probably. So we'll start off with some... I think let's start off with the gameplay, and then we'll go into uh, graphics, character design some lgbt stuff and then we'll talk about how much i hate the story and then um <laughs> afterwards we'll just fill in the time with whatever you guys want to bring up so the last of us 2 by uh, naughty dog i played just a little background i played the original last of us uh, really late i played it on ps4 probably like last year for the first time it might have oh, been wow. like a year ago or a year and a half ago and one yeah. thing that i really really <laughs> love about video games is story like I am one of those people that even if the game sucks, like, gameplay-wise, if the story is good, I will suffer through whatever gameplay mechanics I have Mm -hmm. to to get this entire story. One of the biggest complaints I had about the original Last of Us was the fact that there were uh, interactions and story elements that were hidden behind interactions that you had to do with Ellie. Like, you have to stand in a certain spot, and you have to talk to her, like, right there within a certain time limit, or else you miss what happens. Mm -hmm. That bothered the fuck out of me. Because I really, (laughs) really enjoyed the relationship between Ellie and Joel. And I didn't find this out until, like, halfway through the game. Like, after the giraffe scene, I was like, oh my god, how many of these interactions have I missed? Because they really build, like, character between the two of them. And that was, like, the focus of the game. So I did have a a few issues with the original Last of Us, but I liked it. Now, before I go into Last of Us 2, I do kind of want to
2: hear what you guys thought about the original
1: really quick. Um, Brandon, you want to go? or?
2: Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll chime in on that. So I actually do agree with you on that part where certain things are like locked behind, like talking with Ellie at certain times. I think it's cool at certain points, but the fact that so many of them are – like it's considered almost a pseudo-collectible. And I don't think character interactions should be a suitable collectible. Like at the very least, it should be obvious where they are. The one that always got me mad was the one that um, in Last of Us 1 when Joe and Ellie are heading to the, co- to the college – to um, find the Firefly, I think that's what it was. And one mm-hmm. of the interactions, you have to look. You have to look. Move your camera upward at a poster to get Ellie to talk about sports teams. And I'll jump. But Joe's big sports fan. That's the one I always miss because you yep. have to look. The, you have to look up. Like, why would you think to look up in this kind of game, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. But otherwise, that minor thing aside, I actually really enjoy the first Last of Us. It's I actually did get it at launch. I was not intending to. I had friends that were majorly hyped about it for getting Last of Us, even though I had the PS3, but I just wasn't. I actually was watching it on YouTube, YouTubers that I used to watch a lot, played it. I saw the first two episodes of their playthrough, and I was like, wow, this game looks really good. I should probably get this. And so the very next day, I went to my local Best Buy, got the game, bought it, played it, Absolutely loved it. It was an I absolutely adored it. Like the story was great. The graphics were great. Um, I enjoyed the stealth slash um gunplay that was on play there. And the story was really good too. Love the ending. Like obviously like I love how polarizing the ending was, especially. Like you could really look at it either way. But the thing, the conclusion, especially after Last of Part 2, is that Joel is not meant to be the hero at all. He's the protagonist, but he's not a hero. He does what he needs to do to survive and you know, after getting close to Ellie, his life becomes more about just his individual survival. And I think that was like, again, like you said, Jarrell, the game was all about the relationship between Joel and Ellie. And I love seeing that develop over the course of the game. The DLC was, for that first game wasn't as great, but I did like how it gave a little backstory to Ellie. So that's pretty much my general thoughts about the game.
0: I'm totally going to talk more shit because I was super excited (laughs) about the second game being, you know, about these really important relationships. And I feel like they flopped so hard on a lot of them with Ellie. Uh, But before I get (laughs) into that, uh, Wesley, um, what's your relationship with the first game?
1: Um, So like basically everything you two have already touched on. I did really love the game, especially when it came out. I mean, I was probably one of those people when it came out. I don't know if I was on Twitter then, but I probably would have been on Twitter being like, oh my god, this is the best game ever. It's a masterpiece, blah, blah, blah. Um, Over time, you know, it's been seven years. I I replayed it before, too, like just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And I still do think it is a 10 out of 10 game for me, but um, it has kind of shown its age in a lot of ways. And the story is not nearly as groundbreaking as 17 year old Wesley thought back then (laughs) Um, and so I mean because the story is kind of basic when you break it down but I think what still stands up um with the game today is that relationship between Ellie and Joel which is like it's just so beautifully made and I think Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson um the voice actors for that those characters just really did a lot to take those characters to like a new level um for Naughty Dog storytelling
0: i am such an ashley johnson fan and i'm probably an, mm-hmm. an even bigger um laura bailey fan and i yes hate what uh, happened no. in this game <laughs> and i think their performances are so so good and it, i just mm-hmm. it makes me dislike the game even more now that i think about it uh so moving on to the last of us 2 now that we know a little bit about um how we felt about the last of us i do want to start with gameplay so I'll go first and just talk about uh, how I felt about it, and then I want to hear like how you guys felt about the gameplay. So, one of the things that I think the game did really, really well was the gameplay in it. I think... Um it improved on what we had in the original Last of Us vastly, uh, and I think it is nowhere near boring. Um, I, I, I think all the weapons felt really good, uh, combat wise. Uh, I, I love, so I did. I did feel like the, the gore was a little much. Like there were times where I actually looked away from the screen because I was like, "Oh my god, I don't want to see myself mash this oh, person man, that- in the face with a hammer."
2: The trap mm-hmm. mind gore is like oh out, my of, God. out of control. It's like, when you blow <laughs> it their arm—that one in off. particular,
0: bro—I used a shotgun and I and I shot someone. I think I don't oh. know if it was an infected or a person, and I was like, their arm is so far away, like this is too. What <laughs> <big." laughs> like, is happening? <laughs> like what is happening? Uh, but gameplay wise, it was really really good. Um, for me, it was one of the things that actually kept me going through the game. Um, how did you guys feel about the gameplay overall? And then I also want to talk about boss fights and difficulty. What difficulty? You played on and whether you felt like the game um, Was difficult enough And also um, I do want to touch on Infected versus Humans as well Uh, Really quick actually I'll I'll go through all of them, boss fights for me were pretty good. I think the shittiest boss fight I did was the one where you play as Abby and you have to go against Ellie. Um and you know, as Abby mm-hmm. you don't have anything, your pack is gone and you just got to like sneak up on her. I thought that um to me was probably the worst boss battle encounter I did in the
1: entire game. I thought it was really boring. It shouldn't have been a boss. It shouldn't even been a boss. At
0: all. Thank you. It was really really was boring a, to me.
1: It was just a weird it's just weird. Like it was just, it just felt weird. Like these two characters would not be playing this game of cat and mouse in a the theater, you know? At
0: all, at all. And, but yeah. I, I will say that I did appreciate that weirdly, I did appreciate that it was in theater because mm-hmm. um, Brandon and I were talking a little bit about this off, 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 uh, off stream or whatever, but I thought that, and I'm going to ask you guys how you felt about this as well, but I thought that the game was too open world. I thought that the original Last of Us was uh, very closed and condensed and it really brought, you know, it really amped up the situation of the reality of the situation that they're in. Um, And I think that this one was so big that, you know, I have 69 hours in this game. Just an FYI, I, I ended on oh, wow. sixty nine hours in the last of us two, and I don't know what the fuck I did for sixty nine hours. Most of it was just me, you know, walking around, exploring different areas, going here, going there, and making sure I I got everything. But I do think that it 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 kind of took it kind of detracted. From the sense of urgency for a game where you know you're you're fighting in like close combat, close corridors, like your life is at stake. Whereas like I can just you know run away and run around the corner and be gone. And there's this huge open area. So I did like that that battle was more intense because it was in such a closed space. But I completely agree, it was unnecessary. I was like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. I got caught like three times. I was like, oh my god, this is useless. Um, one of mm-hmm. the better boss fights that I remember is the um Rat King one. Thanks. Uh, that one was scary. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it
2: terrifying.
0: I was very scared. I uh I hated when they when the um clickers came out, well, not clickers, whatever they were, the the, the disgusting ones that you can't sense. I hated when oh, those stalkers. Came oh off my god, shows. I hate um, them. I despise stalkers so much. <laughs> like they're probably the the scariest things in this game. Um I did appreciate them for what they were as like you can't, you know, you can't sense them. You don't know where they are. They're going to come out of nowhere and they're going to fuck you up. Um so I did appreciate them for that but probably the best and scariest boss battle was the rat king battle, even though it was one of those where, you know, you get touched and you, you instantly die. That shit was super hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I really, really (laughs) enjoyed that one. Uh, but how did you guys, how do you guys feel? Like, how's the gameplay for you? Uh, what were some memorable boss battles and how did you feel about them? Um, whoever wants to go first.
2: Uh, I'll I'll go. So gameplay wise, I 100% agree. I think if we're talking just pure gameplay, this is a this is a pure sequel to the first of a, for the first one. It took everything that was really good about the first one and expanded upon it. Um I'll talk more about the areas and size them in a second, but we're talking about just like the actual gameplay of moving around. There's more stealth options than there ever were before. You have again all those weapons feel really good and I love how a- a- Ellie and Abby have different weapons, which means you have to they have some similarities like both of them will have like say a sniper rifle of some kind. Um Both of them have ways to do stealth, but you do have to play them a little bit differently, uh, especially when it comes to stealth, because Ellie can, like, use her switchblade to, like, instantly kill, like, anything with no problem, whereas Abby will take a second because she doesn't have that. She has the shiv, but then that's expendable, uh, disposable, I should say. So I love the differences between their gameplay. Uh, Talking about the areas, I mostly agree with jarrell i will a specific example that i thought was area was like too big was like the very first city that ellie and dina explore the one that literally has a map that you have to cross off as you go i'm going through this i'm like okay is every area going to be this big i don't think this really fits for last of us but then going forward no area was as big as that first one and it just kind of sometimes you would have optional infected battles or optional um wolf battles or what have you just to like get cool stuff I I thought I was just going forward to balance itself better about not being too big, in my opinion, but that first one was just a bit too big. Like, like Gerald said, it was, like, robbing me of my urgency, and, like, we're here to take down these wolves, and we're just, like, exploring this entire city, which, of course, I did, because the gameplay is great, of course, but.
0: I can't wait until I talk about the story so I can talk about how stupid it was that we were going after the wolves, but sorry, continue.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So as, as as far as, like, gameplay, I love the, like, so you're fighting Infected, of course. I love the new Infected types. The Shambler was re- was an interesting encounter, how it just, like, literally blows up, like, and throws the acid. Bloaters, on the other hand, got way stronger as a result in this game. Yeah. Like, they, like they're, they're going through walls to get you, and they're, like, faster now. Like, Bloaters got real serious, and Shamblers more or less took their place as a result. That Rat King boss fight was really tough. It was really strong. Like, no, it I died was so hard. To to with...
0: I died multiple times. Wesley's going to be like, nah, I ran through it so quick. I died oh, no, so no. many times. I died,
1: I died multiple times because I gave up every time. Like The first time I had to fight it, I just stood there because I was like, obviously I'm not going to be able to kill this thing, Like so the game must have some story <laughs> sequence. And then it oh, no. attacked me, and I just died. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to actually fucking fight this <laughs> thing? There's no—how? How am I supposed to do this? And then I died multiple times afterwards sprinting in circles because it's just absolutely terrifying. I so much stress.
2: I feel less bad now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... Yeah, that thing is absolutely terrifying. Oh, one thing that I love that this game did, it didn't do it a lot, but I appreciate it whenever it did. It's expanded on something that previously was only available in The Last of Us uh, Left Behind DLC from the first game, where you do have certain situations where humans and infected are in the same room, and if you're... And if you're clever about it, you can send the infected yeah, against the humans was really to cool. whittle down the the field of playing field a little bit. That was always really cool when you could trigger that. Or later in the game, when you have the wolves against the seraphites, and you could also just like have them fight each other and just like go about your merry way. It was uh, it was always neat where you could do it. And we're gonna have some stuff to say about the uh, Santa Barbara section in a soon. Not good things, but I did <laughs> like how Santa Barbara, in the Santa Barbara section how these idiots were 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 capturing infected. And then you could. And there was such a great satisfaction releasing them and like, watching them wreak havoc. And, like, this is what mm-hmm. you asked for. Man, it was great. They came after me once. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, they do, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh. Well, I, I didn't I, – I have no love for the affected, but, you know, stay hidden, let the infected do a job, and then go get them afterwards just so you know. whoever's left alive, you can just pick off the afterwards. And then there's that. Um, I, I do want to talk about the Ellie Boss fight because while I agree with you that it was weird, I also really liked it. Why? <laughs> I will tell you why I liked it. There's two reasons. One is a very personal reason, and second is a little more, I'll give you a little more reason. First off, I recently wrote an article for the website called Past Protagonist Battle, and then we get thrown into this fight the very next night after I wrote that article. I was like, oh, my God, it's literally what I just wrote about. Because <laughs> Ellie. we've literally been playing as Ellie like for like half this game, and now you have to fight her. But I do like the fight because, like, first of all, it proves something that I was thinking the entire story. Abby is just so fucking strong. Like how yeah. the hell is she? How the hell is Ellie a, chal- a challenge for Abby? She's not only she built; she's a soldier. So, and Ellie is just like use a whole bunch of improvised weapons and whatever she scrounges. Like she's a survivor to be sure, but she's not a soldier like Abby is. Because Ellie's trash. Ellie is trash. <laughs> and so, the fact that Abby had nothing to fight Ellie in this fight, and that she still won, I felt was thematically appropriate for the fight. And also, the fact that you're fighting Ellie; she has her entire arsenal. And she's literally – you can literally hear her setting trap mines, switching weapons, throwing molotovs. She'll go into her inventory to craft something on the fly. It's like – it's almost like you're playing as her, but you're not because you're fighting her. Like, they just made a completely playable Ellie as your opponent, and I thought that was really cool. And that you still got to win after all that shit, that she had everything and that you just still just won. So, I don't know. I like to fight for that reason. But um, I do feel like the final fight was probably a little more thematically appropriate, and it's kind of trash that elite won that, but anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bring and... that up when we talk about the story, because fuck that <laughs> battle.
2: Yeah. But overall, yeah. Overall, gameplay was a big improvement. Enjoyed the infected fights. Oh, I forgot to mention, I did play a moderate difficulty, and I will say that even a moderate difficulty, I do feel like this game has an overall higher difficulty than the first one. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought... Like I thought, my, my my experience in the first one would help me cruise through moderate difficulty. I was actually worried that moderate might be too easy. It wasn't. There's just enough mechanics in this game to like make it much harder. From the bloaters to the shamblers to the fact that the wolves have dogs and the fact that the the facts that Bruh, and, and all the encounters are just way better. They're just way like the enemy AI is way smarter in this game about finding you. Like it was once mm-hmm. it, it got ridiculously easy to stealth people in the first game to the point where I had several encounters where I didn't have to use guns at all. I just stealth. Killed everyone and it was fine. Second time, I could the part two, I could barely do that. It was just very difficult. But yeah, that's that's my t- that's my thoughts on the gameplay. It's just an overall improvement of the first game. Not more to do with that respect. The dogs were trash. Yeah. I literally hated them.
1: Sorry, go ahead, Wesley. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, I would agree with. Uh, it is definitely an improvement um, from Last of Us, like way way much of an improvement. My um, thing with Naughty Dog though is like they've never really been like gameplay kings in my opinion like i've never played a naughty dog game and put gameplay first it's always story for me and even then i every time i like when i'm playing i'm like this doesn't feel exactly right this something's weird here like there's always like i don't know there's just something that isn't perfect about their gameplay but that being said this is definitely their best um you know gameplay yeah the shooting felt great um the, the movement was awesome the way that you could interact with the environment um it's crazy what you can do and sometimes i wonder if it's even worth all that they do considering you know the crunch they um go through and stuff yeah that we read about but like i mean there was parts where like to get into a, a locked room you had to like break a piece of glass that was hanging above so that it would reveal like a little piece of metal yeah and then throw your rope i know over exactly the metal, what you're talking like, about <laughs> sling yourself around and i was like this yeah is puzzles really dude. cool yeah it's really cool and i like definitely it, it's it's crazy that they're able to do that but i'm like man was this necessary? Like, I would have loved to just walk through a door and, like, grab those supplies. Like, Because I was like, dude, where do I throw this freaking I'm thing? I'm so you, happy you
0: brought that up. Because I, I literally... You know, you know exactly what I'm talking exactly about. I know exactly too. what you're talking about. I know exactly so, yeah. what you're talking
1: about as well. Mm-hmm. That's on that second floor. Um, and it's just stuff like that, where it's, like, very impressive. Um, I'm pretty shocked by, like, how crazy that is to actually do in a game. But I'm like, Maybe that's too much. Like, maybe, maybe just give me a door to go through next time. Um, Can I ask you really quickly? Were you stuck on that? I was for a little bit because I'm like, so it's weird because you know, when like you're playing games all your life, you know, like what to look for to solve a puzzle or to do something. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I need to like find the thing that's marked yellow or something to throw the rope on and then sling over. And in this game, it's so like hyper real to a point where my brain wasn't even thinking about the fact that like i need to destroy the piece of glass and use it like this is the real world and then use put the rope over that and and it's crazy like i it it, what is naughty dogs next game going to be like like what what's their next level it's going to be crazy to think about
0: i throw that fucking rope like everywhere (laughs) i I don't know what i'm doing i feel so stupid (laughs) i okay sorry continue
1: no, but um, as far as, like, general encounters go, um, it, like, you touched on, Brandon, it is crazy. The AI is so good that it hurts. Like, I remember, you know, yeah. how, like, when you're in grass, it's I'm punishing. playing Ghost of Tsushima right now, and I'm in grass, and they'll come over and look, and then I'm like, all right, you don't see me, you're going to turn around in a few seconds. And in this game, they're like, wait, did I hear something in the grass? I'm going to yep. I'm gonna walk through the grass. And I'm like, no, 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 turn around, turn around, turn <laughs> yeah. around. And I'm like, shit. And then I'm just, balls to the wall, like, every gun's out, I'm unloading on everybody. Yep. Um, and so for me, like, I don't know how you guys played it, but I would try to stealth everything. And then when I failed, I just went, I just took out the shotgun and went to town because yeah, I'm just, I'm generally bad at stealth. Oh um, my God,
0: I'm horrible at stealth. So I, I never started with stealth. I was always just like, how many bullets I got? What straight up. Bullets? Let's <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> did <you> <laughs> I didn't. Um, oh, molotovs man. were By my way, best friend.
2: That's just awesome. A, just one quick uh, side note. Um, I don't know if I ever figured out the right way to like elude dog scent. So my answer to when dogs started chasing me just became trap mines. And I felt oh terrible God, about doing you're it. Blue. But, <laughs> like, listen, they're, they're going to follow this trail anyway. So if I just put oh the mine God. here, it'll eventually go right. And that just ended up becoming my answer because I just could not defeat the dogs any other way. Like, I was like, I don't know how to solve this puzzle. So like, well, the dogs just, were tough. I, people saying, were saying like, tough.
1: I was killing everybody, but not the dogs. And I'm like, how the hell did you get forward without killing the dogs? I would always try to leave the dogs alive. And then I'm like, I have no way to go forward now. And now this dog must die. And every single time <laughs> oh I had God. to kill it, and I'm like, damn it, game, why? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And it gets even worse when you play as Abby and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, I know yeah, who you I, are yeah. and you're going <laughs> to die. I'm so sorry, <laughs> doggo. Oh, man, fuck those dogs. I
2: Wait a minute. Did Abby, so fight, did Abby fight a single dog in her playthrough? No, I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think, think it was shit. just Ellie. Which which is good because again with trap Minds being my solution, Abby not having those that would have been a difficult thing to do with for yeah, me. Anyway.
1: Um, as far I guess the last thing to touch on would be for boss fights for me. We've kind of yeah. already touched on all of it, but um, the bloater fights. I like that those were basically boss fights. Now, it's, oh yeah, it, it's, they were so much more terrifying in the first game. I will say I really hated that last bloater fight when you're Ellie in the arcade or whatever bruh um,
0: that came out of nowhere and it that was one so was hard.
1: hard it was so
2: it was hard, hard. And that one and felt I, love, I, so I, I do like Ellie's line that she says in the bloater is like I was wondering where you fuckers were in Seattle yes yeah <laughs> like she's fighting shambles up to that point and then a bloater comes out and is like oof but continue I'm sorry
1: that one just felt like the other ones were great but this one felt especially video gamey because you're like in a room and there's a bunch of arcade cabinets <laughs> Yeah, <cabins. laughs> yeah. No, you just need to like get behind the arcade cabinet let it run at you dodge start firing um and i don't know i i platinum the game so like when i got to that the second time i was like dude fuck this bloater! i do not want to do this uh-huh. and i tried to like escape and i'm like oh that's right i have to actually kill this thing yeah and um i hated it um hey. but yeah and like you guys touched on the rat king is just absolutely um terrifying and fuck that thing <laughs> yeah
0: that was my my feeling throughout the whole game was I don't want to do this. Can I just please go? And everything's just <laughs> like, nope. You must kill everything. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I also really quickly wanted to talk about the infected versus human encounters um, just a little bit because I was talking to a friend Marissa about uh, the the game, and she mentioned that it seemed as if in my conversation it seemed as if the Infected were not as prevalent as they were in the first game. And uh, I told her, yeah, I completely agree. I think there were more set pieces to the world than they were actual, you know, parts of the story. And so I kind of wanted to just see how you guys felt about that.
1: You want to go yeah go, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a, it's probably pretty, pretty cliche to say now, I think, because like The Walking Dead and stuff. But like when you're this far into like a post apocalyptic zombie world, what like 30 years now or something um Almost these day, yeah. yeah it's it's not the zombies that are their problem anymore you know it's the people the zombies are just happen to be there they're like a hurdle that you face in life now you're not like i mean you're you're sure you're scared of them because they are they can ruin your life and kill you obviously but like they're just a part of life now it's the people that are unpredictable the people that can um really really wreck your day and um i think that shows like you were talking about in the fact that you know the. um quicker encounters and the just general zombie encounters aren't like that prevalent when you compare it to how many times you're fighting off against humans.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. And I guess I'll piggyback off that and, and say, um, yeah, exactly what Wesley said. Like the people are the threats now. That being said, the first game, obviously, uh, even though it was still 20 years into the apocalypse at that point, you know, at the end of the day, they do have to emphasize that these things are a problem. So with that being said, the first game really did deal a lot more with the infected, and humans were there too, but unlike the second game where there's very focused groups that you're up against. First one had a lot of different a lot of different mini-groups that you were up against. Just whoever you happen to be going up against. Like the Fireflies were obviously the last ones you had to fight. But then you had like hunters in the uh Washington area. Or not at the Washington area, but like um wherever. Like you like Utah, like random groups of hunters. There was like there was no unified force in the first game like there is in the second game where now you're up against the seraphites the wolves and uh and the uh rattlers at the very end like you're up against like groups now and they really are the emphasis now the infected are not as important to this current story which is a very human story um so they're just they're just not there anymore that being said i spoke with drill about this off podcast before we got started i would say the only really important infected encounter was the rat king because they mentioned that that was ground zero for the entire um, mm-hmm. Cordyceps apocalypse itself, and the Rat King in itself, besides being like a really terrifying boss fight, also tells a story because it's a big, it's a big group of infected all grouped up together, and based on like the the gore that they came out of from, it's assumed that it was there for like many many years, just like fusing and, and investing and like getting bigger and bigger and bigger until you know noise came, that being Abby. And it came out, but you can assume that these are like the original infected. So for that for that being said, I feel like we've got a little bit of lore going into the basement of that hospital. It's the one time mm-hmm. I felt the infected were really important to the story for that reason. But otherwise, yeah, it's a very human story. And that was just kind of like a little side side episode. To an overall story that was being told, I felt.
0: So before I go talking shit about this game, I will 100% commend it because I think one of the best things this game does is sound design. And it really uses this, like, it uses sound in this game in a way that a lot of games don't. Like, sound tells you so much. Like, you know, uh, there's an enemy coming. You know, when you're being seen, you know, when the encounter's over. You, you learn so much from audio cues. In this game, and I think they did such a fucking great job at that because Agreed. it also amps mm-hmm. up my anxiety so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you guys
1: use um headphones when you played?
0: No, fuck that. No. <laughs> no,
1: I didn't. no, I didn't. It was. it they, the gun design, like the sounds of the guns popping off, is so well done that, like, you know, when you're like in a stealth encounter and you're firing a gun, and you're like, how many people is this going to alert? And you're just like scared out of your mind. Like mm-hmm. every time I fired a gun when I was wearing headphones, I could feel that sound, and like it just sent a shiver down my spine. That was like you just let probably ten people Everyone know where knows, you're at. Yes. And, then, and it was like it, it like, like you said, the sound design is like top notch. I don't, I don't know if there's any game out there I can think of that has like better sound design. If you're talking strictly like the sounds in the world, not yeah. score or anything like that, obviously. Yeah.
2: But man, so well. on that on that note, real quick before we continue, I wish like. I, I was whenever it came to like firing a gun, I was always good at like close quarters, especially with the shotgun, because they're like right next to you have that big range. When it came to stealth using like the silencer and the bow, bow, I was OK with. But that silencer, you need to get the headshot to do it and do. There's so many times where I just messed up and I just shot them on the torso. And of course, I wasn't fast yep. enough to, to finish them off. It's like, well, I just alert everyone. Let's take off the silencer and just get to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, same. Happened to me often.
0: Speaking of um, fucking up, I fucked up a lot. And one thing I hate about this game, one of the multiple things I hate about this game, actually, <laughs> is that, um, that I obviously I just came from playing like Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think that, uh, remake that was the the big game that I had just finished before I played Last of Us Two. And in that game, you can save anywhere. You know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So in Last of Us Two, um, there are save checkpoints. And I found out very early on that once you manually save, it doesn't matter because it's going to put you back at a checkpoint. And sometimes uh, that checkpoint will be further than where you were, uh, which is really weird. And sometimes it'll be behind where you were, but it's never actually where you stopped at. And so mm-hmm. there were situations where, like you know i I collected a bunch of stuff in this room, I saved the game because I was going to come back to it later. I come back, and I'll, I have to open the safe again and collect everything again, and I was like, "What the fuck? like I know that I saved after I did all of this um and then there were also times where I fucked up an encounter like i like i let's say I used the silencer and I fucked up, and I wanted to restart the encounter um or I wanted to restart from a checkpoint, and then it would there was actually a time I remember specifically when... It's when the dogs are first introduced and it's like, oh, they can smell you. I fucked that up so bad <clears throat> that I went to restart the encounter, but I, I think I hit restart checkpoint. But I had gotten to a certain point that once the game loaded back in, it actually skipped everything, so I didn't have to fight them again, and I was like, oh. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is done. That's kind of great. I was annoyed a little bit because I had gotten like three headshots and I took a video and I sent the video. I was like, guys, look at me. I'm so good. And I was like, I'm gonna do it again, but this time I'm gonna get the dog. And then, like, I was super hyped, and I was like, oh. It is done already. Like, okay, great. I guess like, and and if I hadn't been so good at that point, I would have, I would have um been very happy that I didn't have to do it again. But I was looking forward to fucking that dog up because it killed me. And I was like, no, the dog's <laughs> done. Uh, so that was They stole really, that from you. They did. They really did. That was such a grating point for me. I'm playing Gus Tsushima now. You can, uh, as far as I know, you can save anywhere. So I was like, damn, come on mm-hmm. guys. It's 2020. I really don't like- being stuck at checkpoints where you know if i fuck up i do want to start over but the minute i start over i'm yeah. missing content so i was
1: really i should be nice. able to save like anywhere in a game like i should be able to be halfway through a swing on a boss and be able to save because exactly. it's like you know there's people that like real people play games like if I gotta go somewhere, I don't want to have to like lose all this progress just because you know the real world is telling me I have to go do some shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: so frustrating when a game's like, "Oh, you can't save right now," and I'm like, "Great, I guess I'll just leave my PlayStation on for five hours while exactly. I go get tortured or something."
0: Like, I literally don't know what the purpose was of a manual save because I was like, "It doesn't matter. Like, why am I manually mm-hmm. saving if it's just gonna put me back at a checkpoint that's already been saved?" I, it, I don't know. That really, really bugged me. Um, <clears throat> but now I want to talk about graphics and character design. So I am a graphics whore. And I don't know, Wesley, if you noticed this, but this game annoyed the fuck out of me because it is beautiful, but there is, and I know that this is for thematic effect, but there is this disgusting grain over everything everything Mm. in the game and it bothered the fuck out of me because i paid a lot of money for this tv and (laughs) i was like (laughs) i want to see it as beautiful as possible you know i have a a really nice tv ps4 pro like everything super super awesome like perfect gaming setup and you know i'm playing ghost of tsushima now and it's just gorgeous and i think you Mm -hmm. know the last of us could have been this this beautiful and i completely get that it was a thematic decision but it bothered me so much um but how did you guys feel about like the graphics in this game or if you noticed that how'd you feel about that in general
1: so i didn't actually i'm i'm, I'm like you i'm a graphics whore as well like that's like i obsess over stuff like that like mm-hmm. i i spent months picking out a tv when i got a ps4 pro because i wanted it to be perfect for 4k yes. and all that yes. kind of stuff yeah, yeah and yeah, now yeah. that we've got <laughs> new consoles coming i'm like stressing out because i'm like okay is this tv gonna be good do i need to get a new one do i need to save for that um so i totally understand you on that i usually hate grain like i know in let me think modern warfare um last year was a game with intense grain and i made Mm -hmm. sure to turn that off in the settings i didn't for some reason oddly enough dislike the grain in this game um at all which is weird because i usually hate it but i guess for me it kind of just fit the tone of the world which is like everything is just disgusting and nasty And, and decrepit and and for, yeah i mean i can i saw the grain and i can definitely see how it's annoying because if something you know if you don't like grain you don't like it but for some reason it just totally worked for me in this game and i came away like blown away by the graphics like when i jumped into ghost of tsushima um everything was like it was it was like a culture shock like just it was <laughs> yeah. weird like yeah ghost of tsushima nails lighting and i think it's it's setting and it's lighting look beautiful but man going from Ellie's facial designs <laughs> yes. and, and animations too. to those, Jen oh is God. like, yeah. I yeah. was like, oh my God, am I playing on like, what is going on? What is the same like system? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's so crazy. Cause the scenery and, and ghosts is just like, beautiful i remember when i saw the the trailer mm-hmm. for it i was like oh my god do you guys see the leaves on the ground like i can't yes. <laughs> wait to see this on my tv but like i of course you know like you mentioned ellie ellie's face and, and animations in any scene are are amazing now, they're not as great when um you know you're just in the world um obviously mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not gonna be great of course uh but it I mean it's like with Final Fantasy VII remake. Those fucking like Cloud's face is beautiful. No matter what I look at him, it's beautiful.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like it's so yeah. great. Um it, mm-hmm. it, and you know, I I did complain about the game, but eventually I got used to it and it and it does fit the tone of the game. I just remember being like why like why it could ugh, it could have been so much better. But I I do think the graphics were really good. It's just like, you know, moments at the end of the game where like Ellie's sitting there or like you're on the farm and you're talking to Dina and it's not this, you know, intense, gritty thing. I wish it could have been scaled back. Um, and I think it would have mm-hmm. been better for it. So I just like. Is there it an
1: option it. to turn it off in the settings? I don't, I don't even think I
0: checked. I, I don't believe so, but I don't remember checking. Either. <laughs> Honestly, I <was> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think there is.
2: But I don't they They really, they added, they added that um, update not too long ago, the free update. <clears throat> you have all these different new visual options that you can add for the game, but ironically mm-hmm. enough, there's no option to remove the grain for your standard um what your standard your view, which is mm-hmm. crazy. They added all that, and they didn't add like a uh, uh, option to take away the grain.
0: There's one more thing that annoyed me, among other things. Uh, and this is really stupid and really silly, but every time that Ellie walks backwards, every time I try to go back, like turn around, she just walks backwards. I'm like, please just turn around, like turn your whole body, oh, nothing's yeah. coming, like just fucking turn <laughs> around. I'm, I want to face mm-hmm. this way. Oh, and, and there are times when there are collectibles that you can get like, you know, alcohol or rags or whatever, and they're underneath something. Or they're down, like and you have to crouch. Like I press triangle and like Ellie or Abby are just like, Nope, I don't see what the fuck you're looking at. And I'm like, please, <laughs> it's right there. And I had to crouch down so many like sometimes I press it, they go down. Sometimes I'm like, okay, now I have to get on level with this fucking shelf to get down here yeah. to open it just to grab that thing. And it was really, really annoying because sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't.
1: Video games in general just have too much shit to grab. Like I'm like Last of Us Ghost, like all these games, like I defeat enemies in an area and then I just strafe around in a circle, pressing triangle yep. nonstop. Yep. And it's like, it's been happening since Bioshock basically. Yep. And I'm ready for video games to just scale back on things for me to collect and find.
2: Or alternately just be like kingdom hearts, get treasure magnet. Everything comes to you. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: that is yes. Please. That's why, I ha- like yes. I said, that's why I have 69 hours. 50 of those not okay that's an exaggeration but a lot of them are literally just me okay i know i'm not gonna stealth so here i am about to go look for bullets and bullshit for the next 30 minutes in this fucking <laughs> house so i can like blast through this game and i have to collect everything but i can't just instant collect it i gotta bend over because ellie can't grab the fucking alcohol gotta break this because it's behind this stupid ass guy like just please stop <laughs> like just give it to me. you know was, you know was, what
2: annoyed me now that you mentioned that when you, when you when you finish off an encounter uh, against either infected or humans, whatever, and, you know, the battle's over, your team is saying, all right, that's everyone, let's move on. It's like, wait, hold on, I got to scour the battlefield for collectibles first just to make sure I got everything. And then while you're doing that, making sure you got everything, the hint thing will come on. It's like, no, I know where to go. I just want to get <laughs> the stuff. Like, I was like, don't, mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot.
3: I
0: the, didn't mind hint. You
2: guys
1: got the um. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. I, I was just gonna say I didn't mind hint because it is literally the only way I figured out the scenario you were talking about earlier about throwing the rope over the thing. Literally, the only reason I figured it out is because of the hint.
1: Mm-hmm. I spent a good amount of time there. I will not say how long, but it was frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was and like you touched on this drill, but the and it, like you know, okay. So sometimes you're going through a house and you're grabbing supplies. You're just pressing triangle, and, and Ellie grabs them. What about the times where like you press triangle and then it has to do this whole animation? Like she has to open up a door or like and a, they a stand there for and a few seconds. And then she, she she goes through it, like and stuff, and then she grabs something. It was cool at first because I'm like, Oh wow, this is impressive animation. That's really cool. But then like
0: 30%. you know, when you're like
1: yeah, you're in the game and you're like, come on, like, just grab the the damn tape and let's yes, go.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. My most, uh, to, to tie on to like sometimes they'll open the drawer, you, you know, and then there's that second of like standing there. I'm like, just fucking grab it. Mm-hmm. But then it's also <laughs> like, I am going to open every fucking drawer. So now, you know, I just opened five drawers in this house and all five of them have nothing. And all of <laughs> yeah. them were just me standing there while I wait for her to see that there's nothing in there. And I'm like, "Why y'all do this? <laughs> like, I'm wasting so much time. Stop it!" Did you guys have anything else about graphics before I move on to character design? Character design?
2: Only to say that yeah, it's it's like we, not only gameplay but graphics is just it's just a massive overhaul from the first one. And a, another thing that we had talked about before the podcast there is like, yeah, I looked at a side by side between Last of Us One and Last of Us Two, and when you see them side by side, oh man. You it thought the first. Dangerous. I remember. <laughs> I remember the first last was being the most realistic, most beautiful, realistic game I had ever seen in my damn life. And then last was two still had managed to do it. Like that's the power of next gen, I guess. You know, it doesn't look as obvious as like I guess other upgrades, but side by side, it's you can just you can just tell. So not to mention that
1: this game remakes scenes from the first game, and like mm-hmm. those right. side by sides are the exact same scene. It is crazy because I would have sworn in twenty thirteen like. This is the best looking game ever. I don't know if we're gonna surpass this. And then, sure enough, seven years later, I'm like, "Ew, that doesn't look that good." Yeah,
2: ex- ex- exactly. exactly. And, yeah. and goodness knows we had many times to compare. Like for example, as all those times you have to keep going back to the hospital in Salt Lake City where the old Firefly base is, you mm. can make direct comparisons there, and, that, and that's that's a good that's a good comparison right there. And yeah, it's just a overall great improvement graphic wise. Don't got used to the grain, but didn't care for it at first. And yeah, graphics.
0: Cool. uh so as far as character design i want to specifically talk about abby's character design um unless you guys want to talk about others you know i was talking to grayson and, and we were having a discussion about you know uh manny and how of course they in the first game and in the second game they have stereotypically named some of the you know hispanic characters uh with mm-hmm. some basic ass names um but you know, there was the whole, I don't know if you guys actually saw the spoilers before, but there was the whole thing about Abby being trans and her character design and how that blew up. And I talked to Grayson a little bit about this, but I'm always interested in other people's opinions. Um, how did you guys feel about uh, Abby's character design and, and the backlash, rather, or the the reception of it?
1: It was really weird for me, just because, like, I just don't even, i, don't, I don't, it was just weird. Like, who? she's buff, like, who cares, like, whatever. I yeah. thought I was sick, like. that's cool she beats the shit out of people and you can see how she uses her muscle and she has a gym right by her room um yeah and she's cool like i don't i the the amount of uproar i saw over it and people trying to like make excuses for how you know she would not be able to consume enough protein in the apocalypse so stupid shit like that or people saying like that she might be um trans just because like she's buff and apparently like oh a girl can't look buff or whatever and it was just like yeah, this is crazy. I can't believe this is even a discussion. But video game discourse is it, it blows my mind every day. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Wesley, I—I didn't—I didn't get it. Like, what? Like Abby's buff. Like, she's a soldier. Of course, she's gonna be buff. Like, just because she obviously she's like she's a lot more buff than a lot of the other female soldiers. But that's just because that's just her. First of all, if it's probably her. Just her her body style. Like, there's all kinds of different body styles for male and female to begin with. And second, mm-hmm. she just honed it as it was. Again, like Wesley said, the weights are right there. And the the wolves, or even the fireflies before that, they're one of the few people in the apocalypse who were just like lucky enough to actually probably have a good, at least a decent amount of resources to eat and maintain the body shape that they would ideally want or have to have. Mm-hmm. So, it's thematic, it's thematically appropriate as well. So, I I don't, I also don't get it.
1: Oh, and I've I forgot, I forget who pointed this out. I saw somebody did a story about it, and I'm blanking on her name now. But I'm talking about how maybe one of the reasons Abby is so. Um, buff is because, you know, after she went, we see how she is when she's younger and she's not, like, you know, ripped and stuff. And then a traumatic event happens for her. I guess we're talking spoilers. Then she sees her dad die. Yeah. And at that point, her entire life is about finding Joel and killing him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, when you're that devoted to killing somebody, yeah, you going to get sure buff. that... Yeah, when you want... When that day comes, you want to make sure that you are in tip-top shape, like, that you have nothing against you and that you can destroy the person that you're trying to kill. Yep. And I think she was able to do that. I mean, she, I mean, she had her friends and group with her to take down Joel, but, um, he had, he didn't even have a fight. And I think she's just, she was literally a killing machine at that point. Yeah.
0: So, I want to move on to LGBT aspects, but also the story, which is my favorite part. I say the best for last, because it's trash. (laughs) Um, To me! It's trash to me! Uh, But I I think they're going to be combined, so uh, I do want to talk about how I felt about the story a little bit, and then um, have you guys interject and tell me how you felt about it. So, as I'm sure everyone is aware by now, I thought it was trash. Uh, One of the things that I complained about when I first started this game, um, I was like, okay, I'm playing as Joel, you know, a little tutorial, and then you play as Abby, and I'm so embarrassed literally i was I, as i was playing i was like i know there's going to be a zombie underneath here and of course uh, of course there was and i was just like scared as a child like i started screaming because i, I suck at uh scary games but <clears throat> i'm playing the <laughs> game and then i'm like okay okay i see what's going on uh and the first thing that happens that just had me like what the fuck and i guess you guys kind of talked about it a little bit was that um that I, I don't remember the guy's name the old guy who was complaining about the fact that Al, uh ebby the uh, ellie had kissed dina and oh yeah that guy don't know his name
2: but i know who you're talking about he was uh, i think
0: oh my god gay people i literally this is like you know first five minutes of the game whatever i was like why do you care (laughs) like there are literally infected outside i feel like there's so many more things to worry about in the world than the fact that ellie and dina kissed so i was already like all right this is this is stupid Who cares? Um, And then we go on. And in the first, like, 45 minutes of the game, Joel dies. And I was like, I don't care. I literally had no feelings about Joel's death because I felt it was um, rushed And I also felt like it was unnecessary. And, you know, people are going to disagree with me. But having finished the game, I still feel like his death was unnecessary. I feel like they could have kidnapped him. And, you know, obviously it wouldn't have been the same. Ellie wouldn't have had the same type of passion for going after Joel. But one of my biggest complaints is that I feel like the, the game tries to force you into emotions through the story and i hate when stories do that whether it's a a, you know a book or a movie or whatever i really really despise when people try to force um readers or viewers or gamers into uh, a certain situation based on how they play things out and i really really felt like the last of us did things to do that i felt like there were so many unnecessary deaths that didn't mean anything because we didn't get to spend enough time with these people to care. So like, uh, I, I, f- I actually felt more for Manny's death than I did for, um, anybody that died on Ellie's side because I spent more time with Manny, um, than I did with, you know, Jesse, who I encountered twice and then he fucking gets shot in the face. And I was like, oh, well, oh, that's what happens when you hang out with bitch ass Ellie. Um, but uh, at first, first, uh, how did you guys feel about Joel's death in the beginning of the game?
1: i i so so here's what happened to me the day i picked up the game i hadn't seen any of the leaks i didn't know anything i had all these words muted no Mm -hmm. problem i'm super stoked i'm going to pick up the game at gamestop today life's going to be great i'm sitting Mm -hmm. in the parking lot waiting for gamestop to open and i'm just on twitter and i see the trending tab and i see the word abby trending
3: Mm -hmm. i didn't even
1: know there was a character named abby in the game so i just clicked i just clicked it because i was like why is this name trending and then the first tweet was like it was like abby kills joel or something like that and i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me i was like i got this far this close to having the game and this shit happens so i was really really sad and then i i'm on twitter like waiting for the game to um you know download and install and i saw somebody tweet like if you saw that same spoiler just know it happens within four hours and i was like okay i think that is probably the same spoiler i saw and sure Mm -hmm. enough it was so I was very, very, very thankful the game was not all a- leading up to Joel's death because so that, that yeah. would have sucked if for playing yeah. 25, 30 hours, and then at the end, it's about the spoiler that I saw. So whenever it happened early, I was like, "Thank God, I'm back into spoiler free territory." I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, and as far as like his death, I was a mess, dude. Really? Like it was. I remember when it happened. Like he gets shot in the leg, and then it turns away, and you're back to Ellie, and you're sprinting to get there. And I'm like stressed, like my hands are shaking and shit. And then everything goes down the way it does. And I, like, put the controller down, and I was, like, crying. And my my wife, she walked in, and she was like, "Um, what's going on? And I'm like, I couldn't even talk. And she's, like, just looks at the screen. She's like, oh, no. And I'm like, (laughs) they fucking killed him. And I was so sad. Because, like, I obviously his decisions in the first game were, you know, murky and stuff. But, like, at the end of the day, it is this character that I had been with for a while, and you do grow to love him as this father figure for Ellie. And... Oh, just to see it go that way, and to see him realize that he fucked up, because he, you know, he gets comfortable in this town. He's been there for four years. He's trading with outsiders. Life is good. He helps this person that maybe he can come and you know make their life better. And then Abby betrays him, and he just sees it. She's she's going to start talking. He's like, just get your speech over with and do this. And he know that he knows it's coming. And it's just so heartbreaking that the one time like he he got comfortable that that's what that's what happened. He dies. And watching it from Ellie's perspective on the ground, uh, oh, it absolutely gutted me. As far as the actual death happening, I was really happy it happened because I did want Joel to answer for what he did in the first game, which as this game tells you, is he stole, you know, a part of Ellie's meeting that she thought she had in her life. Ugh, um whatever. I don't and and, and uh, not yeah, to you, to fun, Ellie. I'm very whatever to Ellie. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, it was just like, and Ellie, Ellie is like always the character I've loved throughout the first and the second. Like it wasn't Joel for me; it was Ellie. Joel, I liked Joel because of how much he cared for Ellie. So to see him go, to watch Ellie go through that like truly awful event, was just like, yeah, it hurt.
0: I just felt like I didn't have enough time. Okay, so from what I saw, it was very much like you know Abby. I mean Abby fucking Ellie. Blah. Ellie at this point doesn't even like Joel. Ellie was such a dick to him. Like, up to his death, she was an asshole to him. Because, you know, of course, she's mad that he took away her life having meaning, but at the same time, who the fuck is going to let their daughter die? Like, it, it's one of those big questions, you know, you know, one one life versus, uh, you know, the world, right? So get mm-hmm. over it. Like, don't be so upset at him. But at the point of his death, she, you know, she's very much like teen angst Ellie kind of over the whole Joel thing, mad at him. And I'm like, you, you don't even like this guy right now. So you're, of, of course, of course you love him. So of course you're going to like run over and try to save him, but... I, I didn't feel that she liked him, so it didn't make me care anymore. And well,
2: the thing is, I don't know if I one hundred percent agree with that, and that's because of the like the last scene before the game ends, where she went to Joel after the whole her and Dina incident, and that she was working on for on trying to forgive him.
3: Yeah.
0: So
2: whatever. So <laughs> I feel, I feel, I just feel like she was on the progress too. Why, like, like I don't know, if she necessarily hated him at that point. Is what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that part of the what i really liked about the writing was like you knew that they had some beef you just didn't know what and then as you progress further in the game you learn more and more and they even have a fake out where you think the barn scene is their final talk before he dies and that was like when that barn scene happened i was like no that's the last time they talked that's so even more heartbreaking i'm so sad and what i think what worked for me here with her being upset at him and why that does work for me is because like all my life, my um, mom always told me to, like, she said, like, never go to bed angry at somebody. Mm-hmm. And because you never know, like, when yeah. they won't be the next day. So, like, in my life, I'll get into fights with my parents or my wife or anything like that. And I always try to make a point to, like, no matter how angry I am or sad I am or whatever, like, to end the day saying, like, hey, I love you despite this. And it's it's to prevent a situation like this from happening where, Ellie, like, where you think the last time they talked was this awful thing and then yeah. for the rest of her life she's kind of knowing that like her final words to joel were awful we learned later that's not the case but in that moment that's what worked for me it was like man this is like my actual nightmare coming to life
0: but in the beginning it's so ineffective to me because we don't know any of that yet like like you said in the first four hours joel's dead and all i know is that ellie hates him and he's paying for some crime he did seven years ago
2: wait a second hold on we don't know that Ellie hates uh, that Ellie hates Joel in the first four hours we know at that, that point, they are not friends. We just well, know, so. we know we know they're not as close as they used to be. But at that point, we didn't know that Joel finally confessed to what he did True, to Ellie. But she was still being a dick to him, right? So we uh, so we were under the impression that something had happened. We didn't. We didn't necessarily know like what it was. It makes more sense once. Once. I mean, if you guessed it, that's great. I certainly no, no, no. I didn't
0: guess it. But what I'm saying is, like, for me personally, it was just like I don't even like. You don't like him right now. I can tell that you don't like him right now. And I've, you know, I've spent like I rode with him on a horse, and now he's dead. Oh, great. Like, okay, and it didn't work for me because of that. Uh, But. I, I can appreciate like what Wesley said like I can ap- completely appreciate how you see it because I didn't see it that way so I, that's why I love talking to you about this because for me it was just like why the fuck did they kill him off like so they could do this, this yeah. whole
1: this whole game for me because I've got friends that like it and friends that don't and I think what I've settled down on is that, like everybody understands that the game is made masterfully like it is a well made game video game to play it's whether or not these choices that are made in the story work for you. Cause I don't think anybody's gonna say like the game feels like shit or looks like shit or yeah. plays like shit. It it all comes down to the story and they make some very risky and bold decisions and your enjoyment of the game depends on whether those decisions work for you. So for like you said, it doesn't work for you. And right there off the start, you're four hours into the game and now you're already confronted with something that you're like not in agreement with. Yep. And so now it's even harder for Naughty Dog to win you over with their story. And I'm sure we'll get into it, but there's a point halfway through this game where I Mega fucking ton decision is made. And if that does not work for you, like thematically or as a story, like you're probably going to dislike this game because now all of a sudden half the game is not going to be fun for you. Yep. And so part of me, I like that's why I can, I see when people say like they don't like the game for those reasons. I'm like, I get that. It works for me, but it doesn't work for everybody. I do commend Naughty Dog for making such a a bold decision though because man, to put half your game on the line like that, that is. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: and I and like you said, I appreciate it. And it's everything you said, like, I I enjoyed the game. Like, overall, I'm gonna talk more shit. But I did enjoy the game. And I would I don't regret having played it. But I know we talked on Twitter about when you told me that it was, you know, in the format of a book, I was like, that makes so much sense to me. Because the way that the story is told, if I were reading this as a novel, I would have loved it. But playing mm. through it to me is com- it's a completely different, um, it's a completely different aspect. You know, I was, I was an, I, I have a BA in English. Like all I did was read shit. Like I love, I love stories. Mm. And, and the way that this one is told, like you said, just doesn't work for me because I, I didn't feel the connection with Joel before he died. Um, I didn't feel a connection with Ellie and Dina. Literally, as I'm playing to, to move on a little bit in the story, I was playing and I, I remember asking everyone, I was like, what is this game even about? Because I'm at a point where, you know, Ellie and Dina are doing some rounds, or whatever, they're just hanging out, and I guess the game is trying to get me to see their relationship evolve, but you know we're we're in we're in a basement smoking weed and looking at a porn collection like what is going on like i don't know what's happening <laughs> in this video i i specifically took a picture and i was like please someone tell me what game i'm playing cuz i don't know what this is right now like i i if someone told me that while i was playing the last of us 2 i would be playing as ellie in a basement with dina looking at a porn collection that's in the corner and and smoking weed and and telling her about my life, I would have been like, that's not The Last of Us. The Last of Us is about, you know, character development and and creation of relationships and focusing on them. And it just, I didn't care. I didn't care about Dina. I didn't care about Ellie at that time. I didn't care enough about Joel. So all of the beginning of the the, the first three days in Seattle was just like, I really felt like Ellie was doing so much unnecessary shit. And you guys can tell me how you felt about it, but uh I think she took the revenge thing too far. I think that um she 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 knows that she's secure. She knows what Joel did. She was so mad at him for doing it. But like you hate this man for what he did and yet still you're going to go ruin other people's lives by, you know, running out there to kill a group of people. And Abby specifically uh, and I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But Abby specifically let Ellie live twice. Like she's huge. She has beat your ass. She has fucking grabbed you and and tw- uh, <laughs> fucking like tied you up twice, bitch. Leave her alone. But you know what Ellie doesn't do? Leave her alone.
2: <laughs> Instead of just
0: leaving mm-hmm. her alone. Like who gets their ass beat twice and then goes back for a third time? Only an idiot.
2: <laughs> like I don't. I, I was saying. I was saying that same thing too. Like like I so we I messaged you about that drill. It's like. Abby beats you with no weapons and you have your arsenal and you you want to run it back for round three.
3: When will you (laughs) learn,
0: you dumb girl? Um, But, and then, and then even, even then, you know, when, when she's out with Dina, you know, the danger that you're putting Dina in. And then we find out Dina's pregnant. And I was like, oh, great. Another, like, why, why, why does like, what is the purpose of making Dina pregnant what's the purpose of this Dina Jesse and and Ellie love triangle thing like what is this giving me for character development because all I got was moody Ellie being more moody when Jesse comes back and now there's this like triangle of the, the two of them and her off in the corner as the third I'm just like girl get over it you're you're what do you want like what do you want Ellie do you want to be with Dina do you want her to be safe while having this baby? Do you want to be with Tommy? Do you want Tommy to be rescued? Do you want to take out revenge um, against those who killed Joel? Like, is Tommy as stupid as you are? Like, what what is your purpose here? And the fact that her entire character was just streamlined into a single-minded revenge plot, I think, was not working for me. Because everything became... Abby, 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 even when we have that conversation of her and Jesse and Jesse's like, okay, well, Tommy's probably this way. And she's like, but Abby's probably this way. And this is right before this happens, you know, she agrees with Jesse and she's like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go get Tommy and we're gonna take Dina, uh, Dina back because she's pregnant and she needs help. And then, you know, he's like, look, if Abby's there, we're just gonna say fuck Abby. We're gonna save Tommy and we're going back. And then when it comes to that point for her to make the decision and, and continue with the agreement that she made, she's like, nope, I'm just gonna go fucking go after Abby again because I'm single-minded, I give two shits about anyone but myself, and I have nothing else to do. And I think that's why I hated Abby, I mean Ellie, so much, and I'm gonna stop talking so you guys can
1: respond to everything I just said. So so you, so you, that's, this is interesting because the the people I've talked to that didn't, that had a lot of problems with the game, it was generally focused around abby so it's interesting to hear um that you have a lot of problems with ellie's um, oh, side of the story because oh this, so this is so so it's the ellie part that really got, i fucking hated um, it mm-hmm. Ellie's such a that's, dick. that's so cool that's interesting i haven't um talked to anybody that feels that way but that's cool to hear that and i can see where you're coming from for me like especially with um ellie and dina like i loved that weed scene that you didn't like because oh my God. <laughs> so that that happens before like the, the big trauma of the yeah. opening hours and stuff and for me it was like okay so they're gonna go on this route together the night before they just kissed and and you could tell it's probably something they have both wanted to do for a while they obviously have been crushing on each other and to finally like just say like fuck it let's just kiss and and let it go from there like I'm a sucker for like romance and shit like that, so mm-hmm. my heart was like, "Yes, I love this." And then you know they get to go into this weed basement and, and get high and they um, <laughs> presumably like you know mess around for the first time, and it was sex. so awkward and yeah, it was so awkward and like and cute. And I was just and then you know I'm glad it like just skips you know a black screen and then we wake up and you know they're just sitting there cuddling and I'm like, ah, oh, I love this. I know this game's <laughs> about to get really dark, but I would love to just sit here and let these two be in love and act like that's the rest of the game. Um, And for me, it was just cool to see them act on um, this newfound love that they feel free to act on. Finally felt like it, Um,
0: like it worked for you, their relationship, like all of that was like, you felt like it was genuine.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, okay. One, obviously love Ashley Johnson and Ellie as a character. I really like um, Dina's character, our um, voice actress as well, Shannon Woodward. Mm -hmm. Um, She's in uh, Westworld on HBO, which I, and I like her character a lot. So I was already like rooting for these characters because I I love their voice actresses. I love their characters. Um, and then I just, you know, I just loved knowing that they'd been willing to do this for a while, like finally kiss and just say fuck it to everybody that cares. And then they did it. And I was like, yes, I love that. Let's act on it. That's great for you two. go, go make love, go be happy and free together. And,
3: um,
1: I was just so happy for them. And then obviously you know, things get worse. The pregnancy thing, I can kind of agree that it is weird. I mean, they definitely were just trying to find a way to get Ellie away from Dina and back on her own. Mm -hmm. Um, and it felt definitely a little out of left field. I think their biggest thing, I think they made a decision towards the end of the game with, um, JJ and they were like, okay, how do we make this happen? Like they wrote (laughs) JJ the baby first and they were like, what's a good way to get there? Because we really love having a baby at the end and it makes it all work. Um, as far as like the single-mindedness that you touched on with Ellie, for me, I, I get it because I think it wouldn't have worked if it was longer than three days. Because I I think they, they made a smart decision in making it three days long because I do think if you go through something that traumatic and you watch your father figure just get bludgeoned to death and you are in a world where you are a killer, I can see how the first thing you want to do is just find that person and just absolutely fuck them up. I mean, that's what Abby did for four years. That's what her mind goal was, was to find Joel. And kill him you know over four years that that goal never subsided in her brain like and so for ellie to feel that over three days i get it and then even at the end she does kind of give in finally when they're back in the theater um them, she's they're like let's go back home and she's like obviously pretty defeated about it but she's like okay i'll go back home and then they hear tommy get his ass beat and all that happens can i Uh, interject really quickly yeah go go for it i'm done now
0: one of the things that I think I agree with you on is that it was only three days, so it works, right? Well, for me, I'm 69 hours in this game. So that three days stretched over, like, two weeks of gameplay for me. So instead of it being, like, you know, a three-day short thing, and this might be why I don't like Ellie as well. Instead of this being, like, three days of just, like, Ellie going after Abby, it the way that Abby's gameplay is, it's everything so much quicker. Um, I got through Abby's portion just so much like everything's there you find you know you find all your all your ammos there all your pills are like right in your face all the books for learning the 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 techniques are all right there like everything is so much more accessible and as a player it's just so much easier to streamline through Abby's three days than it is to do with Ellie's because Ellie is much more like the world's more involved everything's bigger you got to go on these investigations you got to collect all these notes there's so many more collectibles there's so many more things to do and everything's so spread out in ellie's portion of the game that those three days seemed like longer than three days now had it been you know three days if the three days went by the way Abby's did, I think I would hate her less, but for me they didn't and um it was really just drawn out and I think thank you because I didn't even think of that, but I do think that's why it it kind of made it worse for me um and I also think I was looking for something like I was looking for the game's purpose and instead of giving me purpose, I got a bunch of scenes that didn't weren't cohesive um so like I got Joel's death I got well I got Dina and Ellie smoking weed talking about how much they love each other after this guy is talking shit about them kissing and I'm like I don't care like i, I come I came off of the first game's hype uh, hyper hyper um hyperscope of just ellie is the cure we're taking her across the country to figure this out we're making this huge decision so i go into this game thinking okay this is going to be about you know ellie's grown now how many people have found out that she's the cure? like what's what's going to happen with her and joel like what what's next after that and instead of getting what's next i got this really slow paced thing that ended in joel's death and then and then my biggest complaint and I know Brandon is going to have something to say about this too my biggest complaint is that you get to the moment where finally Ellie and Abby see each other In the theater, shit's about to go down. I'm like, okay, this is what I've been playing, you know, the last 35 hours for. Like, this is the encounter. This is what's going to happen. This is what I've been holding out on. This is what I've been waiting for while playing this game. And then it cuts to Abbey Day One in Seattle. And I was like, I don't ever want to play this game again. Like, I literally messaged Grace and I was like, please tell me I don't have to do. Three more days
1: of Abby. I think I, I remember when you, you tweeted something. I guys I did because that day and I was so like, bad. I know exactly where he just got to. It was <laughs> the
0: worst. I swear that is the worst cut in video game history. And I played a lot of games. Worst cut in video game history I've ever experienced. Just because it didn't work at all for me as a game. Like I was building up to this big moment, and then and and also for me, it was like I've just I've like it's like if you beat a game, and you think you're done but then you don't save, and you have to start all over. That's how I felt. I was like, I'm finally there. Fuck, I didn't save. I'm starting over from day one. I don't want to do this. I, I literally di- I did not want to continue to play the games. So I was like, if I have to do this for three more days, I, I'm so exhausted. Like, Ellie's story was so exhausting to me. She was so annoying. I wanted her to die multiple times, because she has, like, I feel like they took all agency from her and just made her this. like I said, the single-minded person that's just like, I'm gonna go kill Abby, and, and it wasn't whatever, I, I just, it was the worst experience of my life I, I didn't like it, and then as I played as Abby I was like, okay, this is not as bad, you know like I said, it's much more streamlined, and and Abby's Abby's entire Abby was the character who got some redemption. Ellie never in my I, in my eyes Ellie never got redemption, you know. Abby got the opportunity to take care of Lev and the whole, you know, Lev being um uh not not feeling comfortable in the body that he was born in and that that entire situation and the relationship she had I think the relationship that Abby had with Owen was stronger than the relationship that Ellie had with Dina. And of course, you know, Abby and Owen have known each other for longer. um, And they've been through a lot more than Ellie and Dina. But there was so much more focus on all the relationships that Abby had with everyone. That made me like her much more. But then also I was like, it doesn't really matter because I know that I'm going to kill all these people. So like I'm getting invested in, and it, and it works. It works for some people. I do think like, you know, it, it's going to hurt more because you know that they're dying, but it could also just be like, I already mm. know that they're dying. So I, I'm not going to get as invested. So I do think it's like a two sided coin, but before I continue on some more, Brandon, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know you probably have things to say.
2: Okay. Well, I guess I'll start with Joel. Um, so Dr. we talked about this uh, regarding Joel. Um, I was, so when Joel died at the beginning of the game, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I wasn't, I'm somewhere in the middle, I say between you and Wesley, because my thing was, I was upset, but not for Joel's sake, more for Ellie's sake, because of seeing her reaction to the whole thing, because like Wesley, I cared more about S Ellie than I did about Joel himself. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I felt bad for her, not really as much for Joel, because my thought about, about, um, Joel was simply like, okay, what'd he do? That's it. Like, it's like this same. girl, like, like we got to play, like, obviously, the fact that you got these entire three days dedicated to Abby with her entire gameplay style and her own, like, uh weaponry, for lack of a better term. Uh, like, the fact that she's, just, like, a fully playable character with, like, her own shit is, like, was a surprise to me. That being said, you did play as her in the tutorial, and I was, in my mind, I was like, I refuse to believe this is the only time I'm playing as this girl. There's more to her. So at that point, I already was, before the reveal that she had her own three days, I knew she was a secondary protagonist of this game. And so all I could think about was like, okay, what did Joel do? How was Abby justified? I knew there was something there. Then, of course, you continue Ellie's story and you find out, oh, her father was the guy that Joel had to kill to get Ellie out of the hospital. That one NPC that uh, turns out he had, you know, he's the father of Abby. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a neat idea, by the way. But other than that um i was going through this like i was just waiting for abby to be playable again because i just i just knew it was gonna happen That the fact that she was a main playable character like her with her own stuff was like that was a surprise but i was like i was it's it's a little bit of both um i gotta give this game some props because we spent an entire game with ellie right Mm -hmm. and by the end of it i felt like i cared more about abby as a character like uh, to be perfectly to be perfectly Perfectly frank, I think they're both villains in their own way. They've neither of them are per- completely good people, obviously. That being said, I honestly consider Ellie to be the villain. And that isn't to say that I dislike her, her her character, but I think she's the villain in this story. I agree. Every time she did every time she did something that I didn't want her to do, it was not I wasn't angry at her. I was disappointed at her. Like, especially in the farm scene. Like you walked away. You have a family with Dina now. You're raising JJ, and you can't let this go. Abby took the high road at the very end. Like, she realized, like, the whole point of this entire game, the entire story is about revenge. Like, um, it was said in a review, that I, a review that I listened to not too long ago, an eye for an eye makes the world blind. Neither one of them could get over their revenge, and it led them on a, a never-ending cycle. Abby was the first one. She almost did it, though. She almost killed Ellie and Dina, but, Lev, you know, which is essentially what represents Abby's redemption. Uh, no, 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 told her, not fair. Oh, that?
0: That's not fair because Abby is the reason that Ellie wasn't dead in the beginning. Ellie's the reason no, that Tommy no, wasn't yes, dead in the beginning. Right. Abby's you're the reason right. Tommy wasn't dead. But in the beginning.
2: at that point, Ellie had killed every single one of Abby's friends, and Abby's so her age still is now renewed. Miss. Her age is now renewed because at first it was just her father that died. Then she got all her friends together to kill Joel. It was over. She was done. But then now Ellie came after her killed. Like Ellie got came out of this way better than Abby did. Like Je, like Jesse died, which is a shame. Joel's di- died, which is a shame. But Tommy, as much as I didn't like him near the end, got to live. Dina got to live. JJ got to live. So many people on Ellie's side just got to move on with their lives. Whereas Abby only has Lev. That has to be her new life because not only because she chose it, but because she has no one else. Everyone is literally gone. So, and the fact that Abby went through all of that and still. Gave Ellie another chance to live is, is, is says a lot about her, and that's why I consider like Abby was finally willing to break the violence, the, the chain that this entire game was like going back and forth in, and Ellie couldn't let it go. Like she tried and she couldn't let it go. I remember looking at that conversation that she had with Dina and I'm like Ellie, please don't, Ellie, please don't. You have your family right there, and then she not only went, but made but hurt Dina so bad at the very end, saying that, like, um, that's your choice. Like, you're the one literally going after Abby and ruining this, and you're making it sound like Dina is the bad one for choosing to not continue this, to not accepting her. She shouldn't have to. She really shouldn't have to. And in the end, when Ellie got, when Ellie, you know, when she had her final fight with Abby and ultimately let her go at the very end, and then went back home, and Dina was gone, I was like, well, good for your ass. Good for your ass. Look what your revenge got you. You're lucky that she's at least alive to make the decision to just leave you. Like this is what your this is what your committ- commitment to revenge got you in the end. Uh, like
0: Ali- all of that. Ellie literally is just uh, every, all she does is progressively get
2: worse throughout this game. And, I, and, that's, and that's a thing. And that's what really hurt about it. And that that's what really hurt about the story. And the fact that you have this character that you went through an entire game with, you laughed to her when she told her bad jokes. You went through all the things she was learning about the world. Because she was still a young girl. she's only 13. She was being forced to kill. She got into that situation in the uh, winter segment in the last game where she was dealing with a literal, literal pedophile, pedophile cannibal. And she had to do some scary shit just to survive in that situation. And Joel had to come at the end, but she had to do her own shit to like survive that. So you grew with her. You saw. You saw the. You saw how she went through the worst of it. How she was denied whatever her destiny. What you to say? And now knowing all of that, just seeing this character that you once liked, or at least I once liked turned to something that I just don't even recognize anymore because she just couldn't let go her, the, her, the, her revenge was literally twisting her and turning to something she wasn't. Now at the end of the day, and last of us, everyone's a killer for the most part, but she just went so far because she just couldn't let it go no matter what. And that was like, and that's just, that's, that's all it really was. I, and even though, and even though, and to talk a little bit about the point where we went back to day one, but with Abby instead, uh Gerald, we talked about this. At first, I wasn't a fan of that either. And I would have much rather that have been side by side, one day as Ellie, then one day as Abby, and then you know, back and forth to get to that moment. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, that could have still done a that could have still been an interesting way to go about it. But like Wesley said, they made a decision, a very controversial decision, to just have all of Ellie's days go and then Abby be the surprise second playable character with her three days to see what she was doing during all that time. And that hurt, that's risky because again, you see all these characters that uh, Abby's getting close to. If you know they're gonna die, so you're automatically just like, well, why should I get too close to them because I know what's going to happen to them? And in a way, I still felt that way. But like, it was that more impressed to me when some of them I actually did end up caring for, surprisingly enough. Owen, I ended it makes up it So
1: for. much. Tra- it's, it's so much more tragic to learn like Owen was days away from finally.
2: Just Getting leaving up, yeah.
1: the wolves and becoming a Firefly. That's, that's,
2: sure that's where it that turned 10. for me. Knowing yeah. what Owen was almost about to do. What he was almost about to do. That's what changed it for me. Because at the beginning I was just like, well fuck I'm not going to care about any of these people. But then knowing what they were going... I can say I didn't really care much about Mel. I'll be I'll be perfectly honest about
1: that. <laughs> yeah, Mel is... I think Mel is universally <laughs> disliked <laughs> as a character. She's yeah. just so like... I don't know. She's just so not important. She's bland like, she, she, she in could, one note and yeah. like
0: she was used for pregnancy. <laughs> And yeah. it sucks,
1: too, because it's Ashley Birch, and I love um, Ashley Birch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I and, like, too, yeah. and I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. So my thing with, so what you're talking about, what both of you have kind of touched on with um, their journeys, is for me, I view, so Abby's um, journey begins in this game where Ellie's ends. And so for me, it's less of, like, this cycle of revenge and more of, like, watching Ellie. we're We're getting this duality of, we're seeing, so Abby watched her dad die and she's going to go find the killer of her dad and she's going to devote her life to it and she's going to end a lot of friendships and things are going to go to shit all to kill this one person. And then when you get to the end and you realize after Abby kills Joel, she immediately doesn't feel anything. Like you can see on her face change where she's like, it wasn't worth it. This I didn't need to do this. Um, and she kind of just, uh, she wants she goes on with her life and goes to California and stuff. And so for Ellie is on the other end where her dad just died and now she's going to go do what Abby did, which is spend however long it takes to find her killer and get to that point. And for me, Ellie, we we get to see what it's like to be on the other side, which is, you know, Abby kills Joel and it doesn't do what she wanted. Like it doesn't give her that satisfaction inside, you know, it, it kind of messes her up even more possibly. And so I think at the end when Ellie doesn't kill Abby, I think that's us seeing that like, hey, there's a better way to do this it, and it's not death and then I think the end cutscene scene with Joel kind of reveals why Ellie um, felt the need to forgive or whatever you want to call it um, yeah, yeah for me so it was less about it was less about that revenge and more because it is a revenge story but it's more about what love can do when it transcends you know um, being alive or dead like just Joel's dead but the love that they they had that love that got Ellie to walk all the way to his cabin at the end of the fight. And make up and try to forgive him for taking away her meaning um was enough to save her in the end and and on that same page lev's love with abby and abby's love for lev like as this you know um new character in her life that's kind of what saves her from possibly going too far with killing um dina in the theater
0: yeah she should have fucked dina ass up just fucking killed her
1: <laughs> They're like, don't do it. She's pregnant. And, and Abby's like, good. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Nah, I was like, yeah. you know what? This is what you. Th- so
2: do you okay. want to know, Jarrell, Wesley, do you want to know what I said when, during that entire situation? <laughs> you say? So during that entire situation, I'm going to tell you verbatim because because even though I was in my room completely by myself, I was like narrating as this everything was going as if I was dreaming or whatever. My here's my exact words. I was like, no, don't kill Dina. Just take Ellie out. And then she dropped <laughs> Dina, And then she just dropped Dina on the ground. And then Abby's like, okay, cool. Dina's alive. Now kill Ellie and let's go. And that's literally <laughs> oh what I said. God. And then Abby spared I her. I was like, you. wait, what?
0: I don't blame you. So, my, okay. Um, so the thing is, I, I, I get where you're coming from, Leslie. But mm-hmm. Ellie never, I, I didn't find a single redeeming quality about Ellie the entire time I played. And the game literally gives us multiple redeeming qualities for Abby. Right? Yes, she did devote her entire life to this, but um sh- she and and they kind of do the same thing, you know, like they they'll break off from the group and try to go on this adventure to go kill this person that fucked up excuse me, fucked up their mm. lives. But you know, it's like what Brandon said, everyone in Abby's life is destroyed by this girl. Like Abby makes decisions to to focus her energy on the person who wronged her, right? Which is Joel. And once she does that, she lets Tommy live. She lets Ellie live. They don't go after them. Like, she's like, all right, that's it. We're, we're leaving. And then Ellie's like, all right, I'm coming back. Ellie kills every single person in Abby's life, aside from love. Every single one. And And like Brandon said... At the end of the day, you know, uh, and the second, so the first time I thought the game was almost done before we go on to um, the the three days of uh, Abby, I was like, well, this is one sided as fuck. Like, this sucks for Abby um, at this point because Ellie's just fucking everything up. Then the second time that I think the game is done, when well, we're at the farm with Abby and <laughs> yeah. Dina, and it's not done because the game never ends. Uh, th- side note. I kept hearing people say that the game is super long, and I was like, yeah, it's like twenty or thirty hours. Like that's that's less than an average game. Like, why do people keep saying this game feels so long? And then as I played it, I was like, well, now I completely understand why this game feels so long. Because it should have ended before Santa Barbara, but instead they introduced some third group for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. You don't even learn these people's names. You don't they, the like, Radlers, they have no purpose off. whatsoever. It was literally thrown in there and and I was like, Ellie is literally going through the most. Like, we went all the way to California, <laughs> like, just to go after this girl that we let go. Like, I don't know why we're doing oh, this. And did, then- you, I, did
1: you guys feel for her? Whenever, so like, so I don't like, I didn't necessarily like those a third group introduced, but when Ellie's like having that PTSD, um, you know, after Joel's death, still all these days later, and she's in the barn and the door slams and she sees his face dead, and that keeps happening, and she can't. She's trying so hard. She's got everything perfect in life. She's got this wonderful um, partner, this kid, like great family, this beautiful home, blah, blah, blah. And then like no matter how hard she tries to live this like, you know, picturesque life, she's still dealing with the fact that Joel's killer is out there and she can't let that thought escape her. So when Tommy presented like her whereabouts and Ellie, you see Ellie's face because she's like, you know, she's so heartbroken because she knows this is just going to defeat her even more. And and even Dean is like, why would you do that? We've been working so hard to stop this and now you've brought it all back up and then Ellie eventually just caves and she's like I can't not go after her I have to do this like that worked for me and th- this is like another thing that we keep talking about where it's like these big decisions like if they work for you then it works for you and if they don't then it's like you're going to hate everything that comes next and for me I was just like I get it like she does have a perfect life but she cannot get this thought out of her head and she has to chase it until you know she finally gets over that um but it sounds like that didn't work for you too no
2: and I'm I'll not, tell you I, wouldn't, why. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say it didn't work for me, but it further pr- proved my point of that Ellie was really the villain of the story that like because in the end, every villain is a hero in their own reason. So Ellie, I 100 percent appreciate that she had a reason like the whole PTSD. Yeah, I get it. And I get that she was trying so hard to just forget all about it. And I can even appreciate that as soon as Tommy came, she didn't immediately say, oh, let's still do this. Like she admittedly resisted. But then eventually, re- re- yeah, I get all of it. It did work for me, but it just again Ellie's uh, Ellie was like not the hero of the story, even though she's like the main protagonist, and that kind of just reinforced it for me that you're playing as essentially as a villain might have been my thought in my mind. What were you gonna say, Joel?
0: the two reasons it didn't work for me is the two reasons that you already mentioned, Wesley. One of them is because Abby went through it and it didn't work for her. Like like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, it, we see her kill Joel and she says... or We see, actually, she doesn't say it, but we see that it's not worth it. And then the mm-hmm. second reason is, you know, Dina is essentially not going through the exact same thing, but Dina's like, hey, I've been through this with you. I knew Joel. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm suffering in the same way that you are, but I'm an adult about it. I'm growing up about it. I realize that we have JJ now. I realize that we have uh, bigger things. Life is bigger than this issue that you have. And the fact that you are... It really, to me, I just felt like Ellie was so immature.
1: And Dina has that heartbreaking line where she's like, you can't put Abby... Ahead of us, or before us, or whatever, she says something like, "You can't let Abby be more important than us." Yeah, to exactly. Mina, JJ, and that's it's exactly.
2: like. But but I just want to supply this real quick. That um, what you're saying, like, Drew, what you're saying about like how Abby was able to move on because she found that it wasn't worth it. But that's the thing, though. Abby got what she wanted initially. She got she got to kill Joel yeah, and realized it wasn't worth it. Ellie never got Ellie no. never got to kill
0: Ellie killed the, every person in that picture except for Abby. Every single Abby one. Abby is the
2: main one. Yeah, and but that's the. And, but that's that's also my thing, though, of why she's the villain. Like all these deaths is not enough until she kills Abby. Um, I feel like even if she had killed Abby, like Abby was obviously always the main target. But I feel like even if she had killed Abby, it wouldn't be enough until she got everyone on that list. And I feel like she needs to grow the fuck up, just like yeah, Dina did. You're like, not wrong.
0: And 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 even in the in the very end, and this is what really solidified my hate for Ellie is in the very end in Santa Barbara when you're. At the pillars, and you cut uh, Abby down, and Abby's you know first instinct is to go get Lev. Carries Lev to the boat, and she's like, "There's a boat for you. There's a boat for me. There are boats on the dock. Let's go." Uh, Ellie gets in the boat, and I'm like, "Please don't do what I know you're about to fucking do, because you're an idiot." <laughs> and she does exactly what I thought she was going to do, and she's like, "No, yeah. we got to fight. I can't let you go." And then, and uh- you know.
1: Go ahead, go ahead, because I'm just going to get mad. <laughs> I was just going to say, it, yeah. that not, not even touching on like, whether or not the story worked there, but man, the way that they, I love the way they did that, Like whether you agree with it or not. like When she goes to like put her stuff in the boat, and then there's that flash of Joel's face, and it's just all fucked up and mangled, yeah. and you're like going through the motions that she's going through, which is like, I, I, fa- I really do believe in that moment she was prepared to get on that boat and just yeah. leave, seeing Abby like that and seeing Lev. And then like, that, that, that face flashes again, and she's like, God damn it, I have I can't escape this. And then we see that eventually the the image changes to something much happier. And that's when she changes. But I I thought that they really, they did a good job at letting, like, I just thought that 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 face image worked. Like, it's such a brutal image to just flash on screen over and over.
0: I think it worked too. But you know what didn't work? The fact that she didn't even fucking kill her. At the end, I was like, no, bitch, you better fucking kill Abby because (laughs) you just made me go through all of this shit and you didn't even fucking
1: do it. Trash. This is funny. I, I, I knew that you didn't like the game as much as me or whatever. And so most people i uh, talked to that didn't like the game, it was because of the Abby stuff. So I was prepared tonight to like defend the Abby <laughs> section. Not no, the other. So I I've love Abby. So I've been like Abby. completely thrown, from a, no, yeah, no, thrown we, for a loop. We're, we all like, like Abby on this podcast. I know. It's so funny. I'm like thrown for a loop because you're like, I didn't like the Ellie stuff, and I'm like, wait a second, does not compute. What, how does that work? <laughs> what do I? What do I say? What do I so say?
0: <laughs> like we go through so much as Ellie going to kill Abby. You you put Dina through this. You literally she was she was a fucking bitch to Dina. By the way, I was like, yeah, this girl yeah. got her face bashed in for you. Walked around pregnant with you, like, and the best you can do is just tell her that's up to you, and then fucking walk out the door. Uh. She should have fucking slapped the shit out of her first of all. Like put in yeah. J- and fuck her up second of all how many times once again how many times does abby have to beat your ass before you realize this fight is not for you like i can understand if you were on like a level playing field with abby you are not let that shit go two reasons you should let it go three reasons one is jj one is dina the other one is abby can kick your ass and instead of letting it go you're having these little visions and i get it like i understand like this is this is serious for you you didn't complete that mission fine if you're gonna be a bitch about it go finish the mission and then when she gets the chance to finish the mission you know what she doesn't do finish the fucking mission so i just sit 69 <laughs> hours of my life for her to not kill
1: abby why? Why, Why does scene I do? Hits that? You guys, whenever it flashes to the final scene or not the final Jules scene. Wait, I'm. Just, uh, remind me, because it's been a minute since I've played. So she's fighting Abby and you know she's drowning um, Abby and she's going to do it and then what happens do we just get a, a flash of Joel playing his guitar or is that when the whole scene plays out
2: No it's <clears throat> initially it's just a flash of Joel we don't get the full backstory scene until, scene after. Of the, like, until like after it's like the second flash Oh when she plays she, the, la- the guitar and yeah, exactly right. the yes, actual yes, last yeah. shot is her okay, walking okay. walking out of the farmland mm-hmm. by herself leaving the <sighs> guitar behind
1: And then
0: that's my for other second issue. Of the second last
2: flashback Why okay so please uh, Wesley tell me what was the
0: purpose of this game? Because all I know so far is Ellie went out to do something. She didn't do it and she lost everything because of the fact that she didn't even do it. And also, I will not lie, this is an aside, but I laughed really hard when uh, they zoomed in on her three fingers and I was like, oh my god, her hand looks like a fucking alien hand. And then she lost the one thing that she had with Joel, which was playing the guitar, which she was supposed to teach JJ, she can't even play the guitar right anymore. Like, you literally ruined your life, wasted everything, and didn't even do what you were supposed to do. And because of that, Abby went through so much. Like, okay, I, the, 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 Abby went through so much Abby lost everything Ellie lost basically nothing like okay she knew Jesse but she wasn't that close to Jesse like like Brandon mentioned you know Dina got to live JJ got to live Tommy got to live she lost Joel yes um and I feel like she felt like that was a big part of her life but I mean you were still getting over the fact that Joel saved your life just fucking kill yourself if you're so mad about it like I I don't I don't get what what to you and Brandon what to you guys makes Ellie redeemable
2: Brandon you want to go Sure. Um. To me, what makes her redeemable again is the. There's two parts to it. The first is the journey that we've seen her go through. Like, it's always tough to see the hero turn into a villain because you know you were with them. With you know that they have good in them because they they did it. But then something goes wrong and they rationalize their villainy as something that needs to be done right so i always have a soft spot for heroes turned villains because we've seen the journey that led to them becoming the villain it's not like we've always known them as one way but the second thing is i know that you're not a fan of Vendrell, but like at the very end like she gave up so much and lost so much and then for her to finally come to the same wait a conclusion that abby did so early what's up huh? who gave up so much they both did because what they the both hell lost did everything. Ellie give up? Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on, let me rephrase that. It's not that they gave up stuff. It's that they lost stuff. What it's, did as, Ellie lose better...
0: aside from Joel?
2: She lost Joel. She lost Jesse. Okay, and... She lost uh... her relationship. She lost her fingers. No, 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 no. Okay, so okay. Much.
0: No, 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 no. What did she lose that was not her fault?
2: Everything was her fault. I didn't say nothing was her. Everything is like uh, everything okay, that Ellie so lost. So then, let me ask you: What did her.
0: Abby lose that was not her fault?
2: I didn't say anything about, like, fault or whatever. What I was saying was that, like, they both went on this journey for revenge. And as a result of them making the decision to hate instead of, the, instead of move on, they both lost something from it. But Everything Abby that happened to them on. is entirely there. Everything that happened to them is on them because they went on this journey in the first place.
0: But Abby moved on. Yeah. Sure, at she the got end. to complete her mission. No, no. She was done when she killed Joel. Like, she moved on
2: day one. Seattle and then Day she one, got Ellie. angry again because on. Ellie killed her friends. But then she chose not to follow through.
0: But that, wasn't, Ellie, on but the that other was not a reaction. Like, what, what's up? That was a reaction. Everything Abby does is a reaction.
2: Uh-huh. It's a reaction. Ellie's what, what, mission from start to finish was to kill Abby, which she never got to do. Which and and it was her decision get- not to. Exactly. Trash.
0: Like, I don't understand. Like, I... I, I. I go ahead.
1: I think I think for me at the end when she doesn't kill Abby I mean you find out why and it's because she's reminded of like the forgiveness. You know the whole po- the whole game was leading to this final you know thematic element that like love and forgiveness is what's is all that you have left in a world like this. Like there's hate, there's violence, there's murder, there's revenge but like love and forgiveness have to be above all that and she remembers that. She's able to forgive Joel which is like he, he's made arguably the worst decision in her life, which is taking right. away her as the cure. And even despite all this hate she's harbored for him, she says, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to forgive you, but I want to try. And I think at the end of the game, she's reminded of that. Um, and she's able to overcome her PTSD by remembering that like, you know what, Abby, you have like really fucked me over and you've done a lot of wrong in my life and I want nothing more to kill you, but I'm going to try to forgive you right now. And I think what works for me especially in that moment is just seeing the way that you you can watch this like ellie's entire life has been out of her hands basically you know she's got this um this great life back in pittsburgh she gets this girlfriend and then they both get bitten and now she's watching her girlfriend die and all of a sudden ellie doesn't die and she's like well shit this sucks this is an unfortunate and now she's you know fast forward she's going on this cross-country tour to be taken to become a cure, you know that she, she doesn't really have control over that. She just knows that she's the cure, so she's got to go and you know sacrifice herself for that. Fast forward to now, and her father figure is dead in her life, and, and that's out of her hands too. And all these, like, I just feel like for the first time in possibly Ellie's life, at the end of the game, she's finally taking her life into her hands. She's saying, "I'm done letting shit that's happening in my life and letting this fucked up world mess me up. Like, I'm taking control of my life." finally for the first time and i'm gonna choose not to kill you and i'm gonna i'm gonna go on happy from this moment and i just think that's so powerful that someone can go through all that and finally um take it back and that's how i read it obviously i mean it's up for interpretation and stuff but um that's how that's why it worked for me
2: in, in my mind like i'm I'm similar to wesley like the entire game was just this endless cycle of violence and it was getting emotionally exhausting seeing them mm-hmm. both continue to make bad decisions based on their knee-jerk reactions to the loved ones and Abby and I get and like I enjoy Abby as a character more because she made that decision faster, and I dislike like Ellie a lot more because she took so long to get there. But I'm just happy she got there because I can't pretend like I don't feel something, even though I dislike Ellie so much because of all the decisions she did. So disappointed with everything she had done, I can't pretend like there wasn't a part of me that just hoped that she would finally see the light. Because I went with her on this big journey the last was one and really liked her. I didn't want to lose that like i wanted her to get redemption i didn't want her i would have been mad if she killed abby at the end because like i get it you went on this long journey but like if you went through all this and then uh, you learned nothing like zero th- from your lesson that would have been a failure of her character in my mind if she had just like like the fact it was already a failure that she went on the journey lost dina and the life she had just to even go on this journey in the first place and you know now she's now I don't know what's what's next for Ellie after this she uh, I don't know if she's gonna try to win Dina back or is she just gonna accept that she fucked up or whatever. But how like, do you guys
1: interpret the ending as far as that goes? Like where do you? Because there's some dispute as to whether or not Ellie is going back to the house for the first time at the end of the game, and there's some things that kind of hint at that. Um, like what how what is the ending in your guys' interpretation?
0: Wait for um, me. Wait wait
1: wait. Can well, you explain that a
0: little more? Yeah. So,
1: so I thought that she goes back to the house for the first time and, you know, she finds out that Dina left all her shit and stuff, but I post finishing the game and reading and stuff. I've learned that there's a, a big train of thought where that is the belief that Ellie is already back with Dina or not necessarily back with Dina, but has already made amends with Dina. So at the end of the game, she learns, like, I have to put this behind me and I need to go back to what I had, which is Dina and my family. And the reason people are saying that is because she has the bracelet on. She has Dina's bracelet. Or she does not have Dina's bracelet on when she leaves to go to Abby. And when she returns to the farm, she's wearing Dina's bracelet. And it's like, some people believe like that's because she went back to Jackson and made amends with Dina, and she's and back in her bracelet. To the and, house? and then she's going to the house to, I guess, either say goodbye or maybe look at her stuff. Or I think it is, for me, it is saying goodbye to, like, basically joel and her past life which is like leaving the guitar behind and all her yeah and shit like that's that not, like, kind of like a fresh restart i'm not sure if like i necessarily believe that's the intention but there's got to be something that's weird that the bracelet is there and then it's not or that isn't there and then it like, it's like it has to be intentional right you know somebody purposefully designed that a naughty dog to be the case
3: and then obviously yeah. you
1: know i mean it's not a dog so of course it's open to interpretation and any interview kneels in he just like doesn't say a word and it's like damn it dude just tell me <laughs> i need that yeah.
2: yeah that's interesting um, i didn't even think about that but yeah uh, going yeah. on what you said i 100 think besides the fact that she obviously can't play the guitar as well as she used to her leaving the guitar <laughs> to, uh, guitar there is you know meant to be like a goodbye to joel <laughs> fresh well, real
1: quick about that guitar jorrell you mentioned it earlier and you just mentioned it brand i I hadn't realized, like, that she wasn't playing the guitar well because of the fingers. Like, I know she got her fingers, but when I was playing the guitar, I'm, like, strumming and I'm, like, what the fuck, Ellie? What are you doing? Like, play the song. We've been playing it all game. And then, like, I beat the game and I was talking with a friend and he's, like, yeah, it sucks that she can't even play guitar anymore because of everything that happened. I'm, like, oh, my God. She can't play guitar because she's only got three fingers. I was, like, oh, I missed that completely. I thought she just – I was, like, I must be playing this guitar wrong or something. So that's – that's really funny.
0: No, nope, I was. I, I I'm gonna just go ahead and say I didn't notice the bracelet. So I'm gonna just say that Dina left her because that makes me happy. <laughs> and She has nothing. I can't. I can't. I, I
2: I can't be mad about that either because, like, again, yeah, you oh, finally yeah. made the right choice in the end. But you still chose to to say fuck Dina and go in, and go on this mission. And that's you know, mm-hmm. there has to be a there has to be consequences for these kind of things.
1: Yeah, then, Dina is great, and Dina loved her, and Dina yeah. was an awesome partner. And I'm sure Ellie had her reasons, but she fucked it up. And, you know, good on Dina for taking control and saying, like, look, I'm not going through this shit anymore. Like, Uh I I, got to get on with my life.
2: 100% um, agree with Dina's decision to leave.
1: Yeah. If Dina did leave her, then I'm like, you know what? Good for you, girl. Like, get out of that toxic shit if you can't handle that right now.
0: I also don't like the fact that Ellie couldn't reconcile the reason that Joel was killed. Because we know that she knows what Joel did. And she even says to Abby, you know, you want me. Um, I'm the cure. I'm the reason he did this. So like you, you have to know that she had to know that at some point this was gonna come back at him.
2: You know, yeah, like yeah. she
0: had to at some point know that something is gonna happen uh because of his decision. Not only did it affect me, but it literally affected everyone in the, the fucking world. Like this was a huge decision that this guy made. Uh So for her to do such a crazy crazy revenge plot knowing damn well that some shit was going to happen and she was already mad at him about the same decision so of course if you're mad like everyone else is going to feel some type of way about it too um and, and that's why I'm just like Abby had a reason uh and, and I think Ellie had a reason too but Abby went about it by going after that person and letting everyone else live. Ellie went about it like I'm going to kill every fucking person I see like, I don't care who you are, you're in my way. And then she finally gets the chance to kill Abby, and it's like, oh, time for me to learn my lesson <laughs> after I'm drowning the fuck out of her. What a great moment for me to realize that all of this was for nothing. And I think that's also why I just can't get behind... I can't get behind Ellie. Like, the, And 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 even, even that last fight, I think that probably was the most emotional part of the game for me, the last fight between Ellie and um, Abby. Because what I actually did, and I wish this was a thing in this game, what I actually did was, and this is another reason I don't like Ellie, because she can't fucking win a battle by herself. She has this fucking blade, and, and Abby just has her fists, and she's emaciated, and she's fucked up, like, she's had a horrible life, and and now we have to, like, force ourselves to fight this woman who's already down, um, this woman who's lost everything except for love. Like, Abby still has stuff. Like, Abby just came from a home with her girlfriend and a baby, you know? You mean Ellie? I'm sorry, yes. Thank you. Ellie's just came from uh, a home and a baby and a good life. Abby came from being strung up on a pole after being captured trying to save Lev. Like, that's the difference between them. And then... The, the game forces you then to fight this woman after everything she's been through, after we've ruined her life, left her for a few years, and we come back to ruin her life again, because we just can't stop ruining Abby's life for one decision that she made, and then it forces you to use a blade against her, and I hated, hated seeing myself cut into abby i thought that was horrible yeah. like i was yeah, i yeah. was gutted every time i had to do it
2: and I, then, I did not like that final battle for that reason it was thematically un- appropriate but i hated that ellie was the one i had to control for that fight
0: yes like i loved it because it, i was like i felt it but i hated it and um then after after you go through you know all of this and you're like drowning her well first of all how did you guys feel about that that fight like that situation um being on ellie's side how did you feel about that
1: i think basically what you guys just touched on which is like yeah i did not want to press any of the buttons like i was like not pressing square and um, it was kind of like the racking fight where like where i'm like well i'm not gonna do this so um show me what you're gonna do game and then you die and i'm like oh fuck i have to find her and i was like (laughs) i do not want to do that and dude when you're drowning her it's like she might survive, but like you definitely just like caused some serious lung damage or something. Like she was oh my under God. there. Yeah. She was like half a second away from drowning and uh it's like Ellie, no, stop, stop like, <laughs> yes, I, like yes. I, I was like yelling it was like I was yelling at my dog, like not to shit on the carpet or something. I'm like, Ellie, <laughs> yeah. no, no,
3: yeah. no, no.
0: Yeah, I just like I I think and I did the same thing. I was like, okay, I'm not going to um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight Abby. Like I'm just gonna stand there. And then I got the game over. And I was like, you know what would have been fucking great if you know. I know this is a story-driven game. I know like everything's already gonna happen. But I thought it would have been really awesome if you, as a player, got the opportunity to make a decision finally in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. like so, you could so have drill, chosen can... to kill Abby or let her go without doing all that damage. Yeah, sorry. I, I want to. Wanna,
2: I wanna, yeah, I just want to piggyback on exactly what you're saying. I want you to know that when I was playing, when when we were at day three, Abby, right, and heading into the theater to go confront Ellie, I made a separate save file because just in case, <laughs> just in case, they yeah. would let me choose if I could use Ellie or Abby. I didn't think they would because, you know, again, story driven game. They have a particular not narrative not they not. want to tell. Like, for Joel, they didn't let you choose whether or not to sacrifice Ellie or save her. Like, you had to save her, right? So I figured they wouldn't, but I was like, mm, I don't know anything. Let me just make one just in case because I don't want to – if I had to choose between Ellie and Abby, I'd like – I, I want to use Abby. And forcing the game let me – but I didn't do it at that point because I figured, well, if you're forced into Ellie fight, there's no way they're going to let me do it at this point. But yeah. I just wanted to mention that. I was just curious to see if the game would make a decision, but it, it didn't. It stayed on its path for, good or for, for better or for worse.
0: I think it would have been really awesome if we got to make a decision there. I'm
1: like, or go ahead, sorry. On the other hand, I was just thinking like it would have been interesting if we didn't do the fight at all. Like if we just watched it as a cinematic because yeah, the last of us ends on a on a note that you're like, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I would have done that, but you're like, this is what Naughty Dog wanted. This is the story they wanted to tell. It would have been interesting if that final fight is just a cinematic, and you're like, please fucking stop, Ellie. Don't do this, and you, and then in the back of your head, you're like, this is what Naughty Dog wants to do. Like they're doing this. And instead, it was it was odd being the one to do it because it's to have to do it. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. want to press square. I just do not want to press square.
0: <laughs> it's just like I've already taken everything away from this
1: woman. And <laughs> now I
3: have
1: to kill her too. And like
0: everyone, I just, and now I yeah, and now I gotta just continue to ruin her life. Not like, to mention
1: all this shit's in salt water too. Like the second oh, you start cutting people yes. open, dude, that salt water. Oh, my God. oh that's gotta hurt. And poor Lev is just going to wake up and be like, What the fuck happened? <laughs> right? What is going on with you? And he's going to be like, Why are you bleeding all over me? It's just, uh, yeah. I was also it's, confused
0: um... when I first got to Santa Barbara. And, like, you know, as Abby and Lev, you kind of just go through, like, you're already there. You're just walking down the street. But then when you come as Abby, you're put on the beach and then you have to, like, go through. I, literally, I was, I, that's another reason. I was exhausted with the game at this point already. Because I was like, I don't understand why we aren't done. <laughs> like, I really don't get why mm-hmm. there's more story oh, can to I, tell.
2: Can, can, I, can, yeah, I, yeah, can yeah. I talk about the Santa Barbara thing real quick? Dude, that... Okay, so Santa Barbara was beautiful. And I already talked about how I enjoyed that You could send the uh, infected against the Rattlers to fuck them up or whatever. Because, you know, the justice. But as much as I love the environment and the fact that you could do that there. Dude, Santa Barbara was like the most padded out thing ever. Like,
0: oh my god, the, yep. story's
2: do- the story was done. Yeah, then you, but, uh, but then you add another group that we don't get any named characters in that group. No, they, they're they dead before you even got to really the them because you released the prisoners and they had their riot. Whereas with the seraphites and the wolves, you got them to see them for the entire game before their big war on the island. So at that point, it was like meaningful in that sense. But the rattlers are there and they die, they didn't mean add anything to the story, they're there and to was, nerf Abby. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah, that's literally. basically it. And that could have been that. Yeah. that could have been a cutscene. is is, mm. is, my, is is my point. They could have been like a few guys that Ellie could have just like killed real quick and then continue. But they were like a full on <laughs> fact. And they and the thing is, I don't know if you guys agree with this. None of those fights in the town of section were hard. Even so, even if so, it, it, you could argue there would be a gameplay thing. Like, okay, we need to do one last gameplay difficulty thing. Let's make this like really hard encounter. I mean, story wise, would be like, ugh, but at least it would make sense gameplay wise. Everything that Abby did from the Ellie boss fight to the Rat King boss fight was way harder than anything I encountered in Santa Barbara. And it was just like, why did I even do all this? Yeah, no, why, I, I completely. Why are they infected? Why are there another group? Like, why am I fighting another thing just to kill some time? Like,
0: the minute, for why? The minute that I knew that I was done with this game was when I was on Santa Barbara and I kept hearing uh, the infected, but I couldn't see it. And I was like, "Where is this thing?" And I look up, and it's on the roof of the house. And I was like, "How the
3: fuck did this like, get
0: up there? Like, <laughs> what is going on right now?" And then I go like, in the and house, he... and then there's two Beloters in there. I'm like, "Why? Why? Like, I feel like Abby and Liz like,
2: didn't have to go through any of this. Why do I have to play through this? Like, it's 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 all, and it's almost reminiscent of like the final encounter in The Last of Us One, where you're in the Firefly Hospital, like." there's one thing that both games do that when you're when you're joel like you already have almost all your weapons at this point but because hey it's the final section of the game they give you a machine gun so you can use it to mow down the fireflies because hey who cares they give you another weapon it's literally the last level of the game go for it so same thing with ellie there they give you the silent submachine gun like whatever you're at the end of the game here's one more weapon whatever you don't have to upgrade it just just go mow down people whatever except that it wasn't difficult unlike the firefly hospital where it was with joel So, again, difficulty is my main complaint with this. like, why did you add this entire other group in difficulty that's not even difficult? You just made the ending longer for no reason.
0: I was also really mad when they took Abby's pack because I spent so much time killing all of the Seraphites in that area just so I can collect everything. Right? And then I literally killed everything, went back, and I was like, okay, I'm going to upgrade right before this thing. And then, like, I lose the bag, and then I do this boss fight, and then I go back to Ellie, and I'm like, I don't even know how to play her anymore. Like, what? going on mm-hmm. yeah it's
2: just so long you play ellie at that point and it's like oh oh i'm ellie again oh oh you mean the game's not over oh okay
0: oh, it was i have i have more complaints um but I, <laughs> I, I i'm running on two hours so uh is there anything uh any last minute things that you guys want to talk about about the last of us any last minute uh quotes that you want to get out or anything um that we have addressed that you want to talk about before we wrap up
1: Yes, I want to briefly touch on what if they make a part three, what you think it will be. And I only want to do it here is because I've had this theory in my head and I can't tweet it out, obviously, because spoilers and stuff. <laughs> OK, and so I just I'm going to blur it out right here. So here's my pitch for uh, part three, okay. uh, which they're probably not going to do, but whatever. So Abby and um Lev, they find the fireflies and they realize that, hey, we've got more people that can possibly make the cure if we can find someone who uh, is, is immune to it. And so Abby is going to go to this could be years and years later. I don't even know how far along. And so Abby and Lev have to go find Ellie now and confront <laughs> Ellie. And Ellie has to decide now, years and years later, finally coming to terms with her life and it being what it is, if she's still willing to, you know, die for the cure. Um, I don't really know how she that's going to work as a game.
0: say yes. <laughs>
2: And, exactly. be, and and, and that'd be the <laughs> like, final thing. And Ellie's story is what you're thinking.
0: She put Joel through so yeah. much shit. She better be like, kill me now, bitch. Like, oh my God. And so God. in my
1: head, in my head, this is like 20 years later. So Abby, or uh, they're all like, you know, Abby Older. and Ellie are like 40 or yeah. 50. And it's like, she has to go track down this person that probably still kind of hates her. And then Ellie also has to be like, y'all, I've been living a great life. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I want to do this anymore. Man, um, it, This is mostly because I just want to find out if Ellie would still do it. Um, But yeah, so Naughty Dog, if you make this game, just know you need to pay me royalties because I know (laughs) um, you stole my idea, but...
0: Watch her die in some, like, stupid way.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right.
0: Like, right after she leaves the farm, she just gets like, run over or some shit. (laughs) Dead.
1: Yeah, to make the cures done and you're like, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a great second line. Um, I actually would love it if, like, if this were over and we got to follow along, Abby and Lev, and maybe I would—I would actually really like to learn more about um, the Seraphites. Like, I feel like we we mm-hmm. learned about them and we got lots of little things, but I would have loved to have delved deeper into that relationship with them, and even even tackling Lev's um, sexuality in in that small way, I would have loved to have seen that expanded on. So I think if we could have had... Or if we can, going forward, have a situation where Abby gets a little more... I, I don't understand why... Like, Brandon was telling me... He was watching a video and everyone was just like, Abby was so right. I mean, Ellie was so right and Abby was wrong. And in my mind, I'm just like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Because yeah, everything me Ellie Drew, did like, was thing horrible. As, me, <laughs> like,
2: like, none of the... Like, the comments that I was reading on this particular video... Absolutely, like as far as those commenters are concerned, this was a black and white game. Abby's the villain, Ellie's the hero, Abby needs mm-hmm. to die. I'm like, how could you see it this narrow with everything that's going on in front of you? Like, exactly, I was just yeah. blown out of my mind that, that there's not even a discussion to be had there for the, some of those people. I'm like, what? So there's just people
1: see. so attached to the first game, you know, yeah. like Ellie right, and they Joel. Can't, then do they, no can't,
2: then just, they don't care. Abby killed yeah. Joel, that's that.
0: She's oh my God! That Take reminds killer. me. I was so mad when Ellie was like about to pass out when she found out. Um, God, what was her name? The character Ashley Birch plays. No. Yes. When she was like about to pass out when she found out that she killed Mel and Mel was pregnant. I was like, you've literally like it's too late for you to care. <laughs> like you were gonna kill her anyway. <laughs> you literally killed everyone. This is like the last person on your hit list before Abby. Like you weren't gonna stop now. Like, I I didn't believe that she would have stopped just because she was pregnant. And so when when that moment came and she was like, no, she's pregnant. I was like, nah, fucking kill her too. Y'all killed Mel. We're going to kill fucking Dina. Like, (laughs) fuck it up. I don't give a shit. I was so mad. Like, I just just kept getting more and more upset. I, I think it was just the selfishness that Ellie was displaying mm-hmm. really turned me off. The selfishness and the immaturity and like the sacrifices of everyone else to make her happy. Like Dina changed mm-hmm. her whole life. Jesse Jesse died like because of you um, and you don't care. Like his death meant nothing to you because you, instead of like protecting Dina and JJ, like she would have wanted you still went out and decided that you're like, you decided that you being the cure was not as important as you putting yourself in harm's way to go get revenge on Abby after you've killed what, like 10 people at this point. Oh. And also the torture scenes, like torturing Nora was, I was Mm. like, no,
2: don't, I don't want to do this. (laughs)
1: Like, I know they're like clipper wings. Are you talking about, are you talking about that scene or which Nora?
2: Like, yeah, the one from the hospital oh first? Nora,
1: my bad, my bad yeah, I was thinking of um not yara, 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 um, oh, yeah, the part where you just got to press square, and like, yeah, that part was pretty brutal I
2: was like, yeah. Abby
0: is like she got progressively worse, I'm not Abby, Ellie, Ellie got progressively worse and worse, and so at one point, I'm just like, so who's gonna stop this girl, like she's fucking lost it, like she there's mm-hmm. no redemption. like it got to the point for me that there was no she had done so much that there was no redemption like what's worse than killing a pregnant lady you know like what's mm. worse than 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 murdering 10 people in cold blood killing a pregnant woman uh torturing people to death and you know uh telling your girlfriend to fuck off because of a revenge plot like what is worse than what Ellie has done. Like I can't think of anything that's worse than that. And I can't think of any way to redeem her. So to answer your question, I'm done with Ellie. I would love if we moved (laughs) on past Ellie, Um, you know, maybe give a few flashback scenes of like what she's doing. Um, She's traveling on her own. She got killed. Oh no. Or she's back in Jackson. Who gives a fuck? And we focus more on Abby (laughs) and love. And I would love to see, you know, I would love to see, I think I like their relationship because it reminded me of um, Ellie and Joel in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And even for you sure. know, even the scenes that were meant to be touching to me didn't work. So like, I know some people were really emotional about the the astronaut scene um, uh, when they're in the um, in the zoo, and I was like, I uh, this is super cute, but you've gone too far already for me. That I don't feel anything about this. Also, like, Tommy's a bitch, so like, kill Tommy. <laughs> I was so mad when Tommy was still alive. That was literally the point where I was like, this game is just so unfair.
1: i definitely thought tommy took like a bullet straight to the head when he popped up same here i was like wait you're alive
0: how are you alive
1: what's going on you just took a headshot and you're back to life
0: (laughs) i was so mad i was like this is not fair that that ellie just gets to keep everything even if she destroys it herself like there's there's a chance she can go fix it you know there is no chance for abby to fix owen or mel or yara um, and and the whole oh my god Yara like torturing her like hitting her arm up and then I really thought that they left me and that fucking that was so hard I I'm, oh I'm yeah the we rails. have to fight those infected to survive until they yes, get yes while you. you wait until they get there I was Ooh. like these motherfuckers better not have left me in this fucking <laughs> house and I was so I was like how long like what's gonna I I remember pausing the game and I was like oh, what do I do here like I didn't want to look at I didn't I really was trying not to look it up I wanted to play through the game game like as is, but I was so close to being like, Am I am I fucking up? Am I supposed to run away? Like what am I supposed to do? Because I died like four times there and I didn't have the ammo to survive in the way that I wanted to. And so you know you just gotta fight them all and and wait it out. But I was so scared at that point and I was like fuck Yara, fuck the seraphites fuck Ellie, like all of them (laughs) are the reason that I'm here. I hate everybody in this fucking game. Uh and then they came back and 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 I was like oh my God, bless you, stupid-ass children. Like, I
3: love you so much. Um,
0: but but that's, why, that's why I think I also still have more problems with Ellie's part of the game, because there are no moments where Ellie gets to experience, experience that with anyone. Like, Abby gets these, like, life-and-death moments that make a difference in the relationships between the people that she meets, you know? And mm-hmm. Ellie does have that, but a lot of the times Ellie's by herself um they they always find a reason to like push someone away and then you have to explore as Ellie whereas a lot of the times Abby um Abby whenever Abby is with someone they are having these uh in between dialogue options and uh storytelling moments that are are allowing us to further their character development. And I think Ellie was missing that. And I think that was also one of the reasons why I don't really care for anyone on Ellie's side of the story, whereas I actually do care for everyone on Abby's side. Because I just spent more time, like, I loved Manny. He was a suave little asshole who's having sex with all the girls and just, like, yeah. he's got her back. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, it's a little stereotypical, but I like the guy. Like, I'm, I'm okay with him. So when Tommy mm-hmm. shot him in the face, I felt more... In that moment, having spent more time with him than I did when Joel died, because I was like, "Oh, I rode a horse. Oh wow!" And he's dead. <laughs> like, because that's what happened for me. I was like, "Okay, yeah, I rode this horse, mm-hmm. and, and he's dead, and I don't know why." Whereas Manny, I was like, "Bitch, like this is my role dog. <laughs> like, what is wrong with mm-hmm. you, Tommy? You fucking asshole."
1: I wonder if um the Joel thing maybe because you said you played the first one for the first time last year.
0: Uh, yeah, either last year or the year before. Yeah,
1: I wonder if it's just because like. People that played the first one on PS3, like they've loved Joel for like seven years. So yeah. even if like we only rode on a horse with him, like just seeing a character you've had in your head for seven years die is like more brutal than that. So I wonder if um, maybe that's it. But I mean, your point stands that yeah, you do play as Joel for like 20 minutes and then and um, he dies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like literally you ride through with him and then he does nothing. Like he literally does nothing. Okay, I'm. I'm not. I'm. That's. That's not true. He does help save Abby. But then you're not even playing as him. You're playing as Abby when that happens. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just like I, I felt like there was just a disconnect for me. And I, I think you're right. It's just because I, 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 personally like Joel more than Ellie in the beginning. I mean, in the first game, I, I was a, I was a Joel fan. Because mm-hmm. like I still think that, that the original game is one of the best openings in a video game ever. And I felt for him yes, and everything that he went through with, with Ellie um after his daughter died. And that tough ass decision that he made. And I think going into this game, I was thinking, okay, that decision is going to have so much weight. And I think it had way less weight about the game than I assumed. And I think I had different expectations for the game, which also kind of fucked up. Um, how I perceive it, I believe, because mm-hmm. I I really was thinking, you know, this is going to be about Joel's decision to save Ellie. Like, what what has that created? But and it, and it kind of was, but not in the same way. Like, I'm thinking, okay, yeah. the repercussions of this are going to be huge in The Last of Us Two. And instead, I got, oh shit, Joel's dead. We're smoking weed. Uh, Dina's pregnant. Uh, what? Like, is this a mm-hmm. high school drama? Like, why is no one? why is this huge thing from the first game seemingly so unnecessary in the second until, you know, day three. And then when it Mm -hmm. does become relevant at that point, it doesn't matter because like the decision has been made. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Like the the only thing that matters now is um, that uh, Abby kills Joel and Dina kills Abby. Like, and and there's just so much more I think that could have been explored In The Last of Us 2 so I was expecting This grand Like this grand Scheme of Morality of making these decisions Why these decisions matter so much And instead I got high school love And uh, Revenge plots And maybe uh, we'll
1: get more in, in Part 2.8 a Fragmentary Passages <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean,
1: like, is
0: it named by the people at Square Enix, <laughs> like <laughs> Fragment Two Point Eight: A Passage in Seattle? But I would oh, not play boy. that shit. I <laughs> can't wait to play <laughs> Dina in the Realm of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I would not play that at um, all. Fuck that.
2: Fuck but Ellie. Speaking, but, speak, but speaking of that, I do want to tell, like Wesley was talking about a full on what they would do for Last of Us Part yes, Three. And I, I am totally I, um, I was. I was actually thinking about what they could do if they decided to do a, like a paid DLC story thing for the, like they did with the first one. as much as I oh, came to not like his character, I gotta admit if they did a story campaign where they show what Tommy was doing all that time, I would be down for that because clearly he was he was blowing some shit up and taking names and, oh, yeah. I, and we, we, just kept, we just kept following his basically explosion coattails and I'm like if they did a story DLC where it's all about Tommy just like blowing shit up in the wolves territory, I, I wouldn't be mad. I don't know how much story stuff they could put into that because it doesn't seem like there's really much to tell there story wise. But I can't pretend I wouldn't want to see it because it sounded Tom's like he was blown.
0: So unlikable though.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't it's not he that I care about in Tommy. The first one. No, I'm not talking about like whether I would like his character or not. I just I just want to see what he was doing, man, because it was because he he was yeah. doing a lot of stuff. I would just Yeah, he I'm was definitely saying, Put some damage numbers up like i want because i kind mean of weapons was, aside from the sniper rifle, which we know he obviously has what kind of weapons is he rocking how is he causing this much damage to the wolves all by himself because ellie for the most part was by herself for the most part but she did have help every now and then there was sections with dina sections with um, jesse so she wasn't completely alone for 100 of her journey but tommy was tommy was oh, doing yeah. all this completely by himself and that'd be a cool like if like if you've played like the first one, uh, if you played the base game, little difficult challenge, like just had you tell me to just blow everything up. I just I just think that'd be cool. Yeah. No, I just I, wanna see that. I, yeah. I, I I
0: just I was saying that he's unlikable because I would not like to play through I feel like that would just be like playing through Ellie's uh story again, but with like bigger explosions and giving less of a damn. Yeah. And so that does not sound enticing to me at all, because he's so unlikable. <laughs> like, I, I didn't like playing as Ellie. I'm sure I would hate playing as Tommy, because... Well, like, that's the thing.
2: <laughs> what would his gameplay be like? Because Ellie and Abby had completely different gameplay styles. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I'm wondering if it would be the same for Tom, Tommy. What, like, what what weapons... That's what I was asking. What kind of weapons is he rocking besides a sniper rifle? Because if it's different, then I'd be interested in seeing what they were and what, what he does, does with it. Story-wise, though, I would hate it. Yeah, story-wise, I don't think I <laughs> Like, oh, it's my God. Unless Naughty Dog surprises. But gameplay-wise, I think it'd be a treat.
0: And I know at the end mm-hmm. that he's going to get shot in the neck or the face and not even fucking care. So, And then he's going to come back and be like, I'm too old for this, but you know you're not. Ellie, go killer. You agreed. Oh, my God. They're also immature.
2: <laughs> what, about, what if you have to do a section where you have to snipe the wolves before Abby and Manny get there?
0: Oh, that would be kill,
2: kill all of Manny's God, team. He
0: was so OP in that battle. I was like, br- I can't even like walk, <laughs> he's
2: gonna kill no. me. Like, do, that entire, you, do that entire encounter, but for Tommy's perspective. Oh, they would totally and get alert, away. alert I like the walkers, sniping.
0: take out the wolves,
2: run away from the pursuing Abby and Manny. All of it.
0: Poor, oh, the more I think about it, the more
2: I feel for Abby. <laughs>
0: Like they just fucked up her whole life.
2: <laughs> show him like, getting show him getting out of the water after Abby knocked him in there, all that. Give me.
0: They literally just fucked up her whole life. She just wanted to yeah, get back did. at him for killing her dad. Oh, and then that was another thing. I was just like, it was so so jarring because you're at that that climax moment and then you have to play as younger Abby looking for her dad. And I was like, what? the fuck yeah and then you know, go like save a zebra and i was like i literally i i remember at that part i was like i care more about saving the zebra than i do about ellie's life right now and that is bad <laughs> oh <laughs> like save God. the animals but kill ellie <laughs> like but then i was also like Damn. what are we what are we doing like what is going on in this game what a mm. horrible thing to put me in after that like i really didn't like it anyway
1: <laughs> zebra so, <and> <laughs> huh Zebra over Ellie,
0: one hundred percent. I was like, "Oh my God, zebra! <laughs> save, the, save the animals! Save the animals! Fuck the awesome. humans!" Um, but anyway, is there anything else that you guys wanted to mention before we close out?
2: No, that's pretty much it. Story flaws, in the for sure, but I enjoyed my experience with Last of Us Part Two. I, I honestly did. Inter- yeah, I, I, I thought sure. I thought it was I thought it was good that like I know you had a complaint with the drill, but like. I'm actually happy that it was a completely different story tone than just a continuation of the first one. My my pet peeve with any kind of sequel is if they just retread old ground. This game, fortunately, not only did not do that, but it was very much like meant to be like a completely different story. That being said, um, this is game is not meant to be played without playing the first one. Oh my god, is this? It's like
1: uh, oh yeah, you just wouldn't be able to.
2: Yeah, the, there's just so much that would be lost if you went to this one before playing the first one that I couldn't even conceive doing it, honestly. But uh, that's it. I, I I appreciate the story for what it is—a very different story than the first Last of Us. That's my closing thoughts.
1: Wesley, um, I think my for my closing thoughts is it does have its own. Mm-hmm fair share of problems and the first one does for me too but at the end i came out loving this one more than the first one
3: oh i'm um, so happy for you
1: and yeah yeah and <laughs> uh, i think what is most impressive for part two for me and i think why i'm i'm so happy with it is that like even minutes before starting this game i was like i don't necessarily know if we need a part two like i don't think anybody was asking or wanting one yeah i'm not sure, sure if it needs one and so the game not only needed to be just like an actual good video game so i feel like i spent 60 dollars worth it on something mm-hmm. but it also needed to prove to me like hey i needed to exist and tell this story and at the end of the game i was like okay i get it that's a story i need to be told and now i'm at the point where like part one and two like they go together like that is it is the one cohesive story like i don't know if i'll be playing replaying part one and then just not jumping right into two like okay. i'm gonna it's it's one complete package for me now And so because it proved that, like, it deserves to exist, I think that's where, um, at the end of the day, I'm like, yes, this is, this worked for me.
0: I appreciate everything you just said, because, um, I actually, even though I talked all this shit, I agree. I think it is a very important staple in the PlayStation lineup, um, Mm -hmm. And I think it does a lot of things really well. I appreciate decisions that it made. I actually love that the game makes me hate Ellie so much because I think it, yeah. um, it like, there you know, if I didn't care, uh, I would be way more concerned. I'm very happy that we can have conversations like this over the game. I love when, you know, we have discourse in a video game and we can talk about it and, you know, points are valid um, and uh, fuck Ellie. <laughs> and i gotta get one more of those in there um but i i i really thank you for that because I, I i i do want to say that i talk so much shit because i hate this game but i also really enjoy the fact that i played this game i won't play it again Ooh. um just because i just felt like it was <laughs> i just i really felt like it was so drawn out so exhausting like if i did play it again i'm stopping at santa barbara like i'm not I'm not doing that last. That's the okay? end. <laughs> what? The... <laughs> I, the, the the game ends. First of all, the game ends when Ellie and Dina meet each other in the the fucking theater, and then you just shoot Ellie, and it's over. That's how the game actually ends. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, or you know what? No, I'll I'll, I'll even give him that. You you get to the theater, and then it switches to Ellie, and Ellie finally kills Abby, and she's like, oh no. I feel nothing still. And then she goes and lives with Dina. And that's the end of the game. That's how the game actually ends. Y'all don't have to play the rest. That's that's it. That's the whole ending of the game. Um, <laughs> I won't play it again. I, I, I So I, I actually love when games um, when like the start screen changes after you beat the game. I actually think that's really Ooh. awesome. Yeah, um, I
2: love this one too. It's so beautiful. But also it's I was beautiful. like, fuck you game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't miss the old opening screen. Like this new one is so much better. I, saw, I think one of the best ones is final fantasy 15 it's beautiful
0: but i saw the boat and i was Uh, i just was like fuck ellie all she had to do is get on that fucking boat like like fuck
3: you (laughs) like you
0: you didn't have to do all of this you fucking asshole um but anyway uh i'm done ranting on the game if you haven't played the last of us two i don't know why you listened to the rest of this. i'm so sorry yes sorry (laughs) uh, but But also not sorry because we warned you if you have, True. totally just, you know, hit any of us up and let us know um, how you're feeling about it. So, Wesley, where, how, what's your Twitter? Where can people talk to you about this game at?
1: Um, So, my Twitter is at LeBlancWest. So, at L-E-B-L-A-N-C-W-E-S. Um, give me a follow or don't or whatever. Um, you know, I talk about video games and stuff like that. So, if you want to do that or if you want to tell me my opinions on this game are wrong or right, feel free. Um, we're all like writers here and stuff too so like um if you yeah, ever so. have questions about writing or you want to like you know ask about how i got to where i'm at to where i'm freelance cryogen or anything like that if you just want to talk about writing like um feel free to shoot me a dm I'm, I'm all about helping people um in the games industry and you know it's all about elevating um new voices and stuff it's not a competition it's all about support so that's what i'm all
2: about absolutely yeah tell, by all means tell us all in the comments about how we're wrong to like abby yes i'm sure because apparently apparently there's a lot of you out there so yeah by all the means give it tell us why we're wrong don't (laughs) write me with that shit (laughs) y'all can write
0: them don't write don't at me i will send you paragraphs you will i will send pages of why ellie is shit and why abby's i will i will write a full novel about the shit person that ellie is (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, you already know where to uh, follow us and you'll probably see it in the article and I'll link uh, 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 the Twitter of our lovely friend Wesley. Wesley, thank you so much for joining us and defending this game a bit. It was fucking awesome to have your perspective here. Uh, Brandon, thank you as always for always coming to talk to me about these video games that I hate. Uh, <laughs> oh, my pleasure More looking love. forward to this talk <laughs> More love. I've, I've been looking forward to it as well I've wanted to get out my opinions of why Abby is best character and Laura Bailey is best person and Ashley Johnson yes. is amazing but Ellie is still shit um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you guys for listening and we will uh, talk to you all later bye everyone peace bye.